Well, hello, listeners. It's uh, me and Ryan from the future. Future Ryan, future yeah. Raven. Future Raven. Sounds weird. Yeah, yeah, because we recorded this episode a few weeks back before the fire team uh, uh, changes. So at the end of the show, you will get an update of what we think of these new uh, changes uh, to the profiles and the fire teams. But for now, uh, I would say uh, enjoy the rest of the show and we'll future Ray and future Ryan will see you <laughs> in the future. Listeners, welcome to the Web12 podcast. I am Raymond, and today I'm here again with Ryan from Flash Paper Podcast. Personal Flash Paper, Personal, Raymond. Come on, sorry, now. man. Uh, uh. <laughs> personal Flash Paper Podcast. It's getting personal, people. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Ryan, you were on the show uh, for Onyx, but yep. then, then you whispered in my ear that you also know a little bit about Ikari. So that's one we are going to talk about on this episode. Yeah, I probably know more about Akari than I do Onyx, to be honest Ooh. with you, at least, at least right now. <laughs> for sure. Because <laughs> you've been playing them for how long? About two years. I switched to build them specifically about two years ago, and then I played them, I'm going to air quotes, played them through the pandemic, but we've been back playing live for at least a year, so it's probably been a little over two years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're still a bit of an enigma to me, because I've played against them, br- I think, once in M4? Yeah, they are Maybe. not. Yeah, they are not real prevalent. You see them occasionally. You don't see a lot of them, and uh, I I have some reasons why that probably is. Okay. Um, and we can we can dive into that more later on in the show. Yeah, like uh, uh, well, the people that are in Ikari are really into Ikari, so that's yeah, that's something I've uh, I've been noticing. Yeah, they're uh, they're cool. Uh, the the story behind them is very dark, right? Yeah. Um, they are – if I were going to say that there's an evil – I'm going to say evil. That there's a bad mercenary faction, evil, bad, however you want to use it, it's probably Akari. They are the ones yeah. that literally will say, like, we'll take the dirtiest of the dirty jobs, and yeah. we don't care, and we're going to do something. Um, all of my Akari have either been converted or the models have been specifically picked to have a face mask. So none of my Akari models actually have their faces showing. <laughs> so, like, all of my regular line truth, my Keisotsu guys, actually, I, I basically – sculpted masks on or <laughs> did something like that because i wanted them all to be like this these you know faceless pieces my yeah, daiokai yeah. has been heavily <laughs> converted right and uh he's got like a basically a it's an old warhammer um horse skull with some beastman horns coming off of it and that's basically sits in the front part of his helmet so um, <laughs> he's been he's been heavily converted my alpha seed has been heavily converted using some pieces from malifo so it looks more like a samurai so i've really tried to like go in to make them uh, a little more menacing looking yeah, than, yeah. than they are yeah and 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 all face covered so that they will not be recognized on camera or yep 
drawn back yep. to oh na- nasty nasty <laughs> nice yep. sounds good yeah yeah which relieves me of a problem i have a wu ming and one of the wu ming models uh has his helmet off and so i only have three wu ming wu ming right now because I, the guy doesn't have his helmet on yeah so that goes against everything so what i have you're to doing man get, yeah i gotta get another helmeted head to put on that wu ming yeah. body so I, and don't <laughs> use our real names oh. <laughs> that's exactly what it is exactly <laughs> And I'll get you some. I'll get you some photos, and you can post them in the show notes of some of the pieces I have too that have been converted. Uh, yeah, so. that will be nice. Yeah, I will do that. Yeah. So yeah, um, what what are your uh, general thoughts? Like we've got the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, let's uh, let's start off with that. Yeah. All right. Let's dive right in here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've got a lot of good. Now, I want to preface this that I am an aggressive player. I talked about the man Onyx. You know, I like to go out and kind of kill things and attack things um, and play forward. And don't. I don't play a lot of the Trixie games, right, which is great for Onyx or great mm-hmm. for uh, Akari, right, because they don't have a lot of the Trixie games. So the good thing is there are a lot of attack pieces. And I'm going to say that they are not the cream of the crop attack pieces. Like, they're not the best of the best, but they're in the upper echelon, mm-hmm. which is actually a super positive because it means they aren't real expensive. They no. are more affordable. So you can get a lot of attack pieces in Akari. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody takes somebody does something and takes out your takes out your piece. You're like, oh, sweet. I'm like, okay, I've got three more to choose from. So I'm just going to start pushing up with this guy, right? Um so the list of my good pieces that I really like is I really like the Diokai. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a you know it is a silhouette five, big headquarters heavy infantry troop. Um, he does not have a super long range band outside of the Panzerfaust, so he's got yeah. two shots at a long range band. He's really good midfield, right? But one of the things that I think really makes him great is his armor five with two wounds and no wound in cap, yeah. and he's N- and he's NCO. Yeah, so right? he takes lieutenant's so, orders and so dust up. Takes, yeah, and, and in part, we're going to get to later, part of that's part of the bad part of Akari, is your lieutenants are not using the lieutenant order. So it's a great use of that. The NCO addition to the Diokai made him pretty much an auto-occlude for most of my stuff, yeah. for most of my list making. Right, again, he's either got a multi, uh, multi-marksman rifle or a Red Fury, Panzerfaust, and AP plus DA close combat weapons. So he really covers a lot of the range bands um, as you put him up there. He can also be in a uh, fire team of Tonkos. So typically that's going to be a super expensive fire team, but it can can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones that are really good uh, that I ha- don't use as, as much, I'm starting to kind of play with them a lot more, is the Karakuri. Um, which mm-hmm. are basically, you know, they, they lovingly referred to as the Geisha bots. Yeah. Right. They are really good at BS 13. Uh, they're all in the 40 point range. They have a pretty good loadout of weapons, but they are total immunity with three structure. Yeah. It's right? insane. <laughs> yeah. And the, and they're all Ford observers. So they're all specialists. So they are really hard. I mean, I've had one literally walk up almost to my opponent's deployment zone and basically just sit there and, take three or four AROs as it singly picked out all of those models one by one, just went down the row and surviving all of that stuff because I had them in cover, um, you know, so I'm adding six in most cases to the armor save, right? Total immunity, so I don't care if you're going to hit me with a missile. Okay, I'm only going to take one wound and I've got three to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so those are really good pieces. 
Um, one of the standouts uh, for Akari is the Tonko Missile Launcher. Again, you've got a really strong heavy infantry with a missile launcher with BS-13. Um, but the thing that really makes him stand out is he's linkable. Now, yeah. I shied away from this because it seemed like it was a crutch, so I didn't play with it for a long time. Um, but I then got the model, got it painted up, and started playing with it. And I have had the Tonko Missile Launcher in a five-man link just own entire games. Yeah. I, I have had him survive, and I don't remember the exact count, but it was roughly five um, DA sniper rifle shots, so basically <laughs> ten armor saves, right? Man. And he would – he my, the opponent of that game, literally to this day, that if I play a card and I pull the Tonko missile launcher out, he's like, I'm done. I'm not playing. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> he hates that model so much. So um, he will soak it he, up all again? No, 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 not for me. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, so he would drop him. He would get him down but not kill him. So he'd be laying there. And on my turn, I basically had a paramedic or a doctor walk over, get him back up. So my opponent killed him three times in the game, dropped him to the null state three times in, yeah. in his game. On every one of his turn, he dropped him. And I got him back up. So he was still on the table when the game ended although he'd been in the null state three times <laughs> right so that's just it's just he they do a lot of work yeah uh especially if you're a sit back if you want to sit back and watch peace the tonko um missile launcher and a five-man link you can also like five-man link of um Okay, so too, you can also put a brawler sniper in there with msv2 so mm -hmm. you can really have, have kind of a, a ranged uh ARO presence if you if you really want set up with that that's a pretty good combo there yeah um, the next two pieces go hand in hand it is the, uh, the remotes the Rushi and the Ludwan uh, the Rushi especially in N3 when the regular hackers could give them marksmanship yeah right? uh, the assisted thing so they would be shock and ignoring cover because the Rushi is a ballistic twelve remote with uh, a multi-spectral multi visor level two and mm -hmm. a Spitfire, right? So, and he's a repeater himself, so a hacker could just put support wear on him and he would just decimate stuff. I took two of them up in a lot of my list. Um, yeah. And they were really good attack pieces because again, they, they're cheap. They're one SWC and 23 points for a Ballistics 12 MSV2 Spitfire, right? Yeah, they'll go so, places, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're six four moves. They're great. Yeah. Uh, the Ludwan I started using uh, more recently, um, and it may actually be a better piece than the Rushi. It only has MSV one, um, but it has a Mark twelve, right? So it's actually stronger in the attack uh, yeah. damage end, right? Uh, does not have as many dice, but the heavy flamethrower plus one burst is really good. Right, the yeah. hollow projector, it's got hollow mask, hollow projector was really good. So you can kind of play those hollow games where you have three of them out there and your opponent has to figure out which one it is or shoot it all three and split their burst or do things like that. Mm -hmm. um, same, same ballistic skill, skill 12, right? So it is a really good piece. I am actually working now on um, uh, taking two. I'm going to do two. I need to build some more models because, again, this army is a lot of conversions. I'm using the bodies of the chicken remotes from the Hakazon line <laughs> yeah. for, for all of my remotes. But those are so small that I've had to bulk them out. So the legs have been bulked out, and then I've actually put arms. So if you're familiar with the original RoboCop, the uh, yeah. big drone, the big drone, the mech that they put out against RoboCop, they yeah. look more like that. They're more oh, like that. That's model. awesome. 
Yeah, so they're really that's, cool. That's, that that mech is still uh, what I hope the Ariadne tag will be, but uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, it it I'm really should open. be. It, it really <laughs> should be like that, like piloted like that. Yeah, I would think that that would be something good. Yeah, so I've got um, I, I've got two more of those to make because I want to make because uh, I have right now I have two. I have one that I can use for Ludwan or Rushi, so I want to make two more so that I at least mm-hmm. have of those but again that's just more conversion stuff that i gotta put on the list to do (laughs) um the other good uh is good in akari and probably average in a lot of other uses right Uh or normal and that's the ninja right Uh um it is your only camo infiltrating hidden deployment model in akari Right, mm-hmm. it is yeah. it's mimetism six, but the killer hacker at twenty nine points and zero SWC, uh, mimetism minus six again hidden deployment infiltration, right yeah. camouflage. Yeah. So it is a great midfield uh, flip the button. Or my opponent has a lot of heavy hackers and they're going to come up this way with their stuff, and I can do that. But I use it a lot as uh, my midfield button pusher because again it's whip thirteen, so it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, it's not the best midfield model in the game in any way, shape, or form, but an Akari is a really good piece because it it's the only piece you have that can satisfy that midfield um, deployment piece, right? Yeah. So that's why yeah. I put him in the good. Um, you can only take one of them. A lot of Akari's things are AVA-1. They've got a lot of cool pieces, and they're AVA-1. Yeah. Like, I would love to be able to two diokais just to see but they're not you can't they be one we can only the, pay the for black, one <laughs> <laughs> they only they can only afford to have one that is yeah. um now the last on my good uh is also has an asterisk to it because it is not as good in n3 or n4 as it was in n3 and that's the yon yons mm-hmm. now in Akari, they are AVA four. I have never taken four. I have taken three, but I've never taken four. Um, we had an uh, we had a, a, an event in the and three times where I allowed uh, Soldiers of Fortune, and there was someone mad enough to bring Ikari, bring four Yan Yans, and add uh, uh, three or four more from Soldiers of Fortune, and just Fortune. Yeah. So so yeah. He had a whole different turn of impetuous yonyans coming in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. You, it could definitely. Now, it's, the reason I don't say that, I say they're not as good is two things, right? With the fifteen model cap, those guys are only. I mean, they're eight, eleven, or fourteen points. You're only ever going to take the eight point versions. I don't know why you would take the fourteen for the boarding shotgun smoke grenades. Yeah, well, you're it's, good. It's you're two, two the, hits and you, you ballistic skill of ten. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're, you're taking them for the midfield smoke grenades, and or yeah. I'm going to be right up on you and chain off of you, and then I die. Yeah. Right? Or I can get in close combat, and then I die. Right? That's yeah. typical with the Yon-Yons do. Um, but also with the change to impetuous and irregular, yeah. uh, they're only going to get one of those two orders. That really does hurt the Yon-Yons. Um, it was really nice to bring them on with their impetuous order and still have an irregular order that they could then move and throw smoke. A lot of times they were moving and throwing smoke for my Rushi. Yeah. Or to cover up the advance for the Diokai or something along those lines, right? It doesn't work the same as they're not order as order efficient as they used to be, um, which is I maybe for the good. <laughs> yeah, it, I, 
Yeah, I mean, probably for eight points, they probably were better than they really needed to be, especially if you end up giving them, like, on the booty roll, like, armor four, then they can yeah. do the thing. And I have had a handful of times, I have had Yan Yans drop in, and most of the time I will walk them in, right? I would parachute them in and not use the combat jump. Yeah. Uh, they only come in on physique 11 on the combat jump, jump instead of physique 12, uh, physique 14, right? But I have had them in N3 when you used to still deviate, you know, fail the jump, he ends up landing on top of a building and having five AROs, and he survived every one of them. <laughs> and basically then stepped over to the side of the building, laid down a chain rifle on, I think it was Mary Problems, and a couple other things, killing them all, and again, surviving all of the AROs. Yeah, they, they, they were at some point, in my mind, the cheapest fidei you can get. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I've also had times where I've got them to, you know, where you have to destroy like the AC2 unit, and I've had them land and make the roll land right next to it, and then I just spend the rest of my turn just dumping orders into it, just smacking the AC2 <laughs> unit till it goes away. I've had that work multiple times, right? <laughs> because again, that's they're cheap, you know, eight points for a DA close combat weapon, and that's what you need to kill the AC2 units. Um, they're really good. They're not as good, but they are definitely viable. Now, I will say, as of late, in the last probably six months, I have been taking Desperados to work the same role as the smoke-throwing part of the Yan-Yan, right? Yeah. Because the smoke-throwing Desperado is six points. It starts on the board. I typically place it uh, – I will typically deploy the like Rushi kind of behind cover, the Desperado sticking out a little bit. Um, so that if my opponent runs in front of him, he can throw a smoke grenade as an ARO, hopefully covering the Rushi. So now if my opponent wants to cut back and cross, that he's got a Rushi with his MSV2 sitting in smoke, protected, and still being able to see. Mm -hmm. um, so if the Desperado survives past turn one, I'm typically, that's a win, right? They typically, yeah, yeah. that's what they're there for. I have had them do a lot of work. Um, so they are very they are very useful in the same aspect that I think the Yan Yans are if you want smoke, right? That's a very mm -hmm. good Yeah. All right. And um, plus, yeah, the, the Desperados, the, especially the Assault Pistol plus one burst one. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah firing five shots. It's just idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, in my game on Wednesday, I had one uh, get up and have line of sight on a um, taskmaster, mm -hmm. taskmaster who had one wound already done to it. And my opponent at that point was like, okay, well, what do I do? Because he can shoot at me, and then I was like, okay, here's chain rifle, right? Or he can dodge, and I'm like, okay, sweet, here's five assault pistol shots. <laughs> Obviously, all of those are low power, right? So against the taskmaster and cover, he's probably going to make that. And my opponent chose to dodge, and so I literally r rolled five dice, which felt like I was playing Warhammer, right? <laughs> I got my hand full of dice. <laughs> so um, it, it, he ended up winning. He ended up beating the taskmaster. He failed two armor saves, right? Dropped the taskmaster. One armor save, dropped the taskmaster to the, to the null state. So to me, I mean, that's oh, a six-point model just took out <laughs> very, very – very much more pointed model than himself that probably yeah. he shouldn't have survived, you know, he shouldn't have died to, but that's part of this game. Yeah, um, the Desperado has so much potential to punch above his weight and, yeah, being, yes, being a very yeah. scary I piece. I mean, they're, they're good. Yeah. Yeah, and for the points too, because you don't care if no. you lose them, right? Like, oh, dang it. Okay, that didn't work. Oh, well, six points. Yeah. 
right? <laughs> um, which again is part of the good part of Akari, right? We've got some expensive troops that do a lot of damage, but then we've got a lot of really cheap point pointed units that also add to that, right? Because they're like, I need these support pieces. Oh, they're not expensive, like Kesutsu. You know, I can get a Kesutsu for nine points. So I put that in my five-man link. So my uh, Tonko missile launcher five-man link is not as expensive as some others, right? Yeah. Uh, the Wu Ming are also really good because they're ballistic skill. We've got a lot of ballistic skill 13 attack pieces, especially heavy infantry. So I can, I can afford to stick my head out there and take a shot as an ARO and hopefully drop back if I take a wound, right, and still be alive. Um, so so those things are really what is interesting about um, yeah. Akari is they have a lot of those pieces. And again, somebody's going to put a bunch of resources in to take out this big attack piece of yours. That's probably going to take a good chunk of their orders, and you are going to have two or three other ones. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to attack with that one, but I'm going to attack with this one over yeah. here. Or, or, right? or yeah. And somehow, also the cheap dudes to do some Rochambeau axes or soften yeah. someone up. Yeah, yeah, like Ludwan and Rushi, 24, 23 points. So, I mean, those are not super expensive, no. and those can do a lot of damage. So you've got, you've got a lot of attack pieces. I mean, you've even got, you know, the Sierra Drone Bot, if you need somebody to Total Reaction Bot to cover a place. You know, those are those are standard Total Reaction Bots that aren't expensive if you just want another heavy machine gun that may take out a uh, lane of fire. Yeah. All right, so that's that's roughly the good. There's a lot more good I can talk about on here, <laughs> things that I really like, um, you know. But let's uh, those are my highlighted ones. All right, so let's go to the bad part of Akari, and here's the bad part of Akari that uh, that I think goes into a lot of those bad pieces. Right, there's a lot of irregular troops that you want yeah. to take, you know. Uh, Bashi bazooks are in there. Uh, uh, the um, Desperados, Yan Yans, right? There's just a lot of irregular troops in here that you want to use. Well, you have to balance that because yeah. you only have so many command tokens. You're only ever going to have four in Akari. There's nobody that gives you more than four. So you can switch a few. However, you're not going to need, you don't, you don't want to take seven, eight irregular troops, right? Because you yeah. just, but at that point you have no regular them. orders to, uh, yeah, yeah, do anything effective. Yeah, it means all of your models are going to get one shot to do their thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe two, depending on how many regular orders you have. So that's really kind of a bad part about it, right? Just yeah. Like, ah, it's not very useful. Now, also, like, they have some units in the card that I just don't I don't see. Like, Amand, right? The La Muette, you know, the freelance killer, the Toha sniper. I, yeah. I, I, I have yet to find a reason to take him. Right. Um, I've looked. He is he's a great sniper. Right. However, at 38, 39 points, he can't be linked with anything. Right. He has mimetism minus six um, for deployment plus four, which I don't really care about because he's a sniper. Right. Mm -hmm. That's there. Occasionally, there's a good sniper place that's outside of your deployment zone. But is it going to be more than four? Do you really want him way up in the midfield? Um, I mean, well, the minimum well, minus I've, six helps. It, it, I have it used against me offensively, and then a breaker pistol plus one burst can be scary. Yeah. Especially in yes, Ariadna, that... where you have no BTS, and then yeah. you get a lone wet marching in with minus six uh, on itself. That is that is true. I just think that if I'm going to take a sniper, I will probably take the Brawler MSV2 sniper mm -hmm. in a link, right? Because uh, 
then I'm going to increase my burst and at that point increase my my BT or my uh, ballistic skill because of the burst because uh, of the link team bonus. Yeah. Um, I just don't I just don't think he fits as well in Akari. Uh, I will be honest, I've never not taken him. I've not taken him, so probably I, I should just to make sure that I can back up what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I just when I'm building lists, I just he doesn't typically have a role for me. For for Ariana, right. it's, it's probably uh, one of the most scary snipers I have to face because it <laughs> has mimetism minus six. Uh, yeah, it will not die that easily um, because it uh, it will uh, transmutate into its other part of its armor, uh, nictive uh, symbiont armor. Yeah, uh, and being multispectral visor level one itself, it probably looks through all my smoke and uh, looks through all my mimetism. So yeah, and we. And once you get yeah, close, does, I, mean, I, that, I have my those... traumatized by a breaker pistol. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you may need to go see somebody about your issues with Lamuet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to go lay on a couch for a little bit and talk about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, he, like I said, he as a sniper, he is pretty good. I just in Akari, I, I don't see his value as much as I would. Like now, again, like you said, case scenario, if you're going against. Um, an Ariadna player, then yeah, he's you know he's actually even better because he does have a bunch of those things that really hurt Ariadna. Yeah. So, all right. Um, so the next one on my bad list is the Alpha Seed. And here's the thing: is I really like the Alpha Seed. Mm-hmm. Like I really like it. It just I is never performs, never performs in Akari. I am actually retrying him again. I'm taking the heavy rocket launcher plus one burst version, not the heavy machine gun version um i don't i don't know why it doesn't really work uh he should right he's basically a little tag he's armor five gsx two wounds right either with a heavy rocket launcher plus one burst submachine gun shock mines or a heavy machine gun grenade launcher smoke grenade launcher shock mines he's also a mine layer so he drops them he's also six cents he's also veteran Right, the veteran. Uh, yeah, uh... yeah. So, so he should be really good. I just, I just don't know in Akari if they are weighted correctly. Yeah, I <laughs> the best way. They just seem. <laughs> he just seems to be underperforming. Again, uh, I am taking him. I do have a converted model for the HMG version because I really liked him, and then I played with him. Like right, right away, I played with him. I think part of it is is for that style model like the silhouette five heavy infantry i think the diokai doesn't have the reach out as efficiently as the alpha seed but the nco the diokai's no wound incapacity yeah no wound in cap like overshadows the alpha seeds stuff yeah so um, uh, I am giving him some more tries because I do like the heavy rocket launcher plus one burst profile. Uh, I got turned on to the heavy rocket launcher when I played w- uh, Wu Ming heavy rocket launcher in Akari and had him do like by himself just running around blowing just everything up. Um, then I started taking – when I switched to uh, Onyx, I started taking the Overdrawn with the heavy rocket launcher plus one burst. So I am trying to now use the Alpha Seed the same way as I did the uh, Overdrawn just to see if it works a little better. Uh, he's only got one game in. He did fine for a while. He ended up getting dropped by that same Taskmaster that the Desperado killed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, a cheap but six, do, six point dude yeah. does what the 45 point yeah. unit did not commence. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is. Um, but I do, I, 
I just think that he's probably not in Akari as effective as you would really want a one and a half SWC 45 or 53 point model to be. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, let's go to the ugly. Uh, the ugly part about Akari generically is you have only one midfield model, and that is the hacker, the, or the, that is the ninja, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's it. That's the only midfield model you're putting. You have a couple four deployment models that you could take, but uh, you, you're not have putting anybody else in the midfield, especially not anybody else hidden. That is also your only camo, mm-hmm. right? So uh, if that's the game you like to play, then Akari is definitely not going to be the army you want to play because yeah. you could take one. You can take one of those models that has camo hidden deployment and it will probably hide to the end until there's a button to push. <laughs> yes, and that is typically what mine does, is it waits and it waits and it waits and it waits and it waits, and then it comes to push the button. Right? That's really that's what it does. That's his that's his thing. Right. Um the other really ugly part about Akari is you have two lieutenant options and neither one of them are great. <laughs> right? You have the Keisotsu, which is just your regular line infantry troop uh, for nine points, but he also costs you a half SWC. Which is silly. (laughs) Yes, which is silly. Or you have the Brawler, uh, who is 15 points, but no SWC. And that is typically the one that I've taken a lot. It's a Whip 12 on the Brawler versus uh, a Whip 12 on the Keisotsu, so they're the same, right? However, the half... SWC is really what is important there. Uh, the brawler also does have two armor, which is helpful. Um, but the case suits only has the one, so the brawler is, I'm going to say, more survivable, but it, it's not. Not by much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, it's not. Um, originally, uh, Drew's had a lieutenant option, but apparently that was a mistake, so that went away. So it's really only the case suits and the brawlers. Um, I am playing more now with the Keisotsu. Everybody that I've been playing in my local metal, meta, when I put down there, this is a brawler rifle light shotgun, and they're like, okay, so the lieutenant? Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone. That's your boss. You see him. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will say, spoiler alert here, I've been taking a Tonko five-man missile launcher link with two... Uh, with three Keisotsus and a Brawler, and the Brawler has actually just been the regular Brawler, while one of the Keisotsus has actually been, uh... the, been the lieutenant. Mind games. Play, play those mind games. Exactly. Um, I have thought about trying to take... And they both cause... end up under a chain rifle. Damn it. Yeah, well, yeah, so you definitely prepare for those things. Um, <laughs> there are a couple different, like, link teams that brawlers can go in, and so I have thought about and been playing with taking two of the plain brawlers, putting them in, one of them in the big five-man link, one of them maybe in the Harris of Wu Ming or so, or, you know... Um, and then uh, they have the Kate Sotsu actually be the lieutenant. So people will see two brawlers, maybe go after those two brawlers and leave that Kate Sotsu alone. Because, again, if you drop, you know, the lieutenant, that's that's a that's a really hard thing to come back from, depending on the turn or what you need to do. Yeah. Um, so, so protecting those guys is, is great uh, and really important. Um, just – I wish there were better lieutenant options. I wish that we had at least one. I mean, I will, I will, I will give it that it does not make sense for a Tonko or a Wu Ming to have a lieutenant option. Those like fluff wise make no sense to me. Yeah. Like you can do uh, a Diokai lieutenant, maybe fun. 
I mean, it does eliminate the need for the NCO or, that they have, but I think that would be a cool option. Um, uh, again, Drews, I think you could do the Drews shock team as, as a lieutenant option. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah. But, but I don't know. All right. Uh, so model-wise, or not model-wise, uh, troop-wise, the ugly, I really think Bashi Bazooks, um, they have some really nice tasks, like uh, some equipment and stuff, like the parachutist and hollow projector is nice. But again, it's an irregular order. And if you walk them in, what are you going to walk them in as, right? You're not going to try to fake somebody. Oh, it's a yon yon. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. really, that doesn't really buy you anything. It doesn't really do anything. So you put the three hollow projectors up there. So you have the three units have to pick from, okay, but for, to what end, right? You want the Bashi Bazooks in most cases, right? There is one specialist operative version at 15 points, but for most cases, you probably want to kill something with them. Well, yeah. at that point, the hollow projector is only going to do you so much good, right? Uh, I just, I've tried them. Um, they don't work for me, right? Again, uh, Astro is everything I've said. All of these are the way that I view them right you now. So <laughs> they don't work. So somebody can come back and like, hey, do it like this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, you're right. I, what have I been thinking this whole time? Um, so um, I just don't know. I don't I, – I just don't see how to – what I would do with them, right? Um, authorized bounty hunters, I, I, they don't do anything for Akari. Yeah. They don't, they don't give you anything anybody else does. I mean, you it's possible that you can get a cheap sniper rifle, right? If the booty roll is right, you can get a Blissy Skull cheap sniper rifle for 12 points, right? Um, but I think it, at 12 to 21 points, I'm going to put that somewhere else. It's something that I know is going to be usable the way that I want it to be used. Um, yeah, they're far so more I, funny, funner, aggressiver, or... or other role uh, uh, units that you want to want to go for? Yeah, I think if you know what would be fun if they had a wild card, right? If authorized bounty hunters were a wild card in Akari, I think mm -hmm. that would actually a it would make sense to me, right? Because they are bounty hunters, Akari is the thing. So why would they not be able to go with any part, right? It would then give you some lower effective unit troops that could go into other link teams, right? So I think that would actually really make bounty hunters in Akari a lot more viable. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I really failed to see a use for is the cube Jaeger. Um, and that's pretty much across the board. I have, I have seen a cube Jaeger once do anything. And, right? I <laughs> know uh, having a, having a medic that has a parachute is going to walk in anywhere is, is pretty good. However, at a half SWC and at 19 or 21 points, I mean, the real thing is you're paying for a monofilament close combat weapon on a close combat 16. Yeah. Irregular, again, guy. That's only one armor, one BT, or three BTS, and one wound. I don't feel that the Cube Jaeger is going to be around long enough to really earn <laughs> the points that it needs to earn. You know, possibly if you walk in get behind like a heavy infantry or tag and hit it with the emitter right and then can walk up to it with a monofilament weapon but again you're close combat 16 if he was at least close combat 20 that would at least help i think um that mod because I, I don't know i just i just can't 
I just can't see their value. I haven't seen their value since they actually released them, and I'm looking at it. You know, if it had symbiote armor, maybe, because that would basically make it two wounds, that would give it a... I don't know. I, I, I mm -hmm. mean, maybe it's just me. I just can't see where I would take this unit, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, right. yeah, it's, it's still a specialist. You can walk up to the board. But, yeah, also the Bashi Bazookas can do that cheap, cheaper. Yeah, yeah, and so if that's what you want, if you want a specialist walks on the board, take the Bashi for 15 points, and then you take advantage of the hollow projector, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now it's a lot harder for you just to, just to shoot me one off shot, right? So that's what I would do there. But, um, I mean, I guess that would be a way to pad out your midfield specialist to go along with your hidden ninja that's waiting till turn three, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't, uh, I, I just don't see them i i again i don't know many people that use the cube Jaeger, uh in, in any faction to be honest with you uh, so i just don't know if it is a really very viable unit um one that's not on my list here that i'll bring up is warcore um mm -hmm. i think warcore is ugly in akari um strictly for um aesthetics uh, and fluff reasons because akari <laughs> Is the, the car will take all the dirty, dirty jobs? They don't want that publicized. You're not taking a war course <laughs> by casting that. So, uh, so uh, as a personal thing, I will not take a war core in my Akari army because what we're doing, I don't want anybody to know about. Yeah, it's another. It's it's also another irregular on the pile yeah. of of yeah. Oh, already a very irregular filled army. Yeah, yeah, you can fill. Yeah, and you can fill up. 15 troops in Akari really easily, right? That you don't need to pad that three-point war core. But again, I don't take them simply because I was like, no, we're doing all the dirty work. We don't <laughs> want the public to see these. We're not broadcasting this. Uh, 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 <laughs> unless it's misinformation. So this is a yeah. fake news war core. But in that case, he's not coming to the front lines. He's back in the office making up the stories and we're out. <laughs> <laughs> why did, uh, wait, why did I jump out of the heliplane? I just... <laughs> yeah. I mean, even I think in some of the fluff, and I don't remember what it is, which one it was, and it even talks about there was uh, an incident with JSA, and it turns out that all the JSH troops were actually Akari people. Like, they were just dressed up and, you know, hidden and to, again, throw misinformation and point the blame and do that stuff. I don't remember which story that is off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Um, so those are really like the, the ugly. There are other things in here that I haven't used or I don't use. I'm going to say, for example, like... Um, oh, I do have one more. Like the War Driver. The Drews, um, I think, are too expensive for Akari. Um, I, uh, you know, X-Visor is really cool, but I don't know if I need an X-Visor on a heavy machine gun. Right? I do want to look at the Shock Marksman rifle with the X-Visor because that gives you a pretty good uh, shock weapon out to good ranges because they're not going to suffer from the minus three on no, a lot of no. things close range and uh, far off yeah. yeah yeah uh but for the most part i just don't i think the drews are too expensive um for what they bring to akari um now they have a lot of you know you could do O'Hara's veteran you could take a clipper drone bot and a drew's harris but uh i'm not taking a clipper drone bot in most cases anyways yeah um it's it's really hard to play the spotlight, you know, guided missile attack with a, a tactic with a car. They don't have enough stuff to can get 
repeaters out there that hackers can spotlight or foreign observers can spotlight. They have some. They could do it. I just don't think it is as effective as in, you know, Ariadna can play that game really well. Some some nomads can play that game really well, right? Yeah. Putting a bunch of putting a bunch of stuff out there, getting targeted everybody and launching missiles from behind cover. Um, those are the the cool games where you can get totally bombarded by your opponents. Yep. Uh, uh, my my opponent did that to my Diokai on his turn one, first turn of the game. He uh, got me targeted and then just bombarded my Diokai. Uh, now, I will say my Diokai uh, sucked up so many missiles before finally dying <laughs> that it took probably half of my opponent's first turn just to get that to go off. And again, <laughs> like I've already said, so I was like, okay, well, the Diokai's not attacking. So, all right, so the Ludwan, the Rushi, the Alpha C, the Tonko Missile Launcher, the Karakuri, or I mean, they're, they're Europe. All like, <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't like it was a huge detriment to my game plan. So, um, <laughs> um, But, uh, yeah, so the Druze, I just, uh, again, in Akari, um, I wish they had some different options. I, you know, I wish maybe if they had a lieutenant option, you know, especially because that would give you a whip 13 lieutenant. That would be, that would be nice. That's a little more survivable than armor three BTS three. Right. Um, so uh, that's, well, with all those obvious uh, lieutenants that uh, Ikaru brings, it's nice to have some units that have veteran and still go on the fight. Yeah. Uh, Yep, that is true. They that is that it would be advantage to them. There's also some some uh, classified objectives that they can do that you know being a veteran. Yeah, uh, veteran troop. So, but um, when I'm building, I will typically look at them and then shy away. Uh, I mean, I have nine Druze models, so it's not like I'm lacking <laughs> for the models. I have the old box set, and I have the new box set. Plus, I have the the limited edition model with the chick with her the gun up on her shoulder i have her so i mean i have nine of them <laughs> they are currently they're currently being stripped so i can repaint them so i can paint them in my akari oh yeah color. nice yeah um but yeah so all right so that's kind of my overall and i mean i could i've been like i said i've been building and playing akari for two years now so i mean i can go down the list and really like go unit by unit <laughs> and talk about <laughs> what i like or don't like about each of them because i've at least looked at almost everything on here um well at least to like they're they're what, what do have you used the tag grade models uh, in any way or like they can bring a trip hammer in the digger yeah so those come up in my conversation later right so the diggers um I, I was sort of looking at and the trip hammers, right? So those are new uh, for Akari because of tag ray. Um, the digger, I'm trying to figure out how I would utilize it. it, it what's the best way to utilize it? I think mm -hmm. um, what I would do with the digger is take it in combination with uh, a Krakot Renegade yeah. and, and even probably Kindrat, the name Krakot. So you take Kindrat and um, a regular Krakot as a duo with four, their four deployment four, right? And then you take the digger, and then you can either stack to one side all of those basically advancement units, because all of those units are going to want to go forward, typically with their own order, yeah. right? So if I deploy correctly, you know, I use an impetuous order on a Desperado who moves up and checks smoke, and then Kindrat, the Krakot, and the digger all use their impetuous orders to move up using that smoke as cover, right? And then I have a lot of, you know, I can you can get up there really, really quickly doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, 
and then getting them into combat. Because, I mean, that's really, I think, where the diggers really want to get into close combat. The problem is, is as much as everybody wants it to be, uh, close combat is a rarity in uh, in Infinity, right? It's a shooting game. Close combat doesn't always happen, so it's much harder to get a model into close combat. Uh, Akari, I think, has a very good chance of doing that, and that's because of all the smoke you can throw. Right? Yeah, yeah, because um, smoke yeah, on top of them, so shooting is not an option, and then you can get into a fight. Yeah, well, I, I mean, do a lot you... with my Ariana and my bears, so. Yeah, and if you stack it right, let's just say, for example, you take one of my standard lists is typically takes two Desperados and two Yon Yons, all right? So if I have yeah. both Desperados stacked right, you move one up who throws smoke, which covers the second Desperados advance who then throws smoke, right? So I've got some smoke out there. Then you can walk a Yon Yon in using that smoke who can then advance a little bit, again, using the smoke and throw more smoke. So you can really cover a good side of the table, and then um, you can use models like Diggers or Krakots to push up, right, yeah, using yeah. that smoke as cover. Or even at that case, a Tonko, because a Tonko um, is a very good close combat model and also has 6-2 move, so it can move up pretty fast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, however, a lot of the times if I'm going to do that smoke game, I'm running the Rushi with MSV2 and a Spitfire, <laughs> up through that smoke <laughs> right and he also blast wants orders everything. to fire yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he just goes up blasted right so yeah. um now the trip hammer i've only recently started looking at um part of my issue with it is uh as i look at it and want to take it i then have to figure out what model i'm going to use to represent that currently my thought process is is to take a salamandra and convert it so it looks more like you know uh, <laughs> a, a, an asian water demon or some type of like asian mythical creature right it already has a tail right so i just give it some horns and some other stuff and make it a little bit more <laughs> imposing <laughs> right um but uh it's a good tag for its price range, right? Because it's only 50 to 63 points, 52 to 63 points. Yeah, it's not expensive. So it's tags, yeah, it armor seven, right? It's a pretty good tag, yeah. right? Uh, I I think I would probably take the AP Spitfire with heavy flamer version, which is 58 points mm -hmm. over over the chain colt plus one plus one burst, uh, simply because heavy flame flyers continuous damage is a bigger teardrop. Yeah, right. There's now, more, yeah. Yeah. Now the heavy shotgun uh, Mark Twelve is also really good, but now we're at sixty-three points. Granted, zero SWC, but at sixty-three points. There's a lot of things uh, that you're going to have to make some exceptions to get him in there mm -hmm. uh, and use. They are also the silhouette seven, so they're harder to hide. Right? Yeah. They are much harder to hide. But uh, it as tags go, especially when you're looking at Akari, because you only have two. You have Scarface or the Trip Hammer, right? Um, it, it, it's an interesting choice that I will probably look at. Uh, again, it will probably eliminate. You won't have as many attacky pieces. So if it goes down, it's probably going to be a bigger hit. But again, it's not. If it was, a, you know, if it was one of the hundred point tags, then I would be like, yeah, no, that's not. No, it's not worth hundred points to take. It's too too many points. And even in a normal hundred point tag setup, I don't know if I take a hundred point tag in uh, Akari because um, I can spread those 100 points out and probably have more solid attack pieces that I can rely on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They come from more uh, angles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so those, uh, those 
are both on my list of things to look at to figure out, you know, what other things can be done, you know, what stuff that I'm not playing the way I'm not playing mm-hmm. uh, can, can be added. So those those both have hit my radar of things to look at. Um, the Digger less so because I think that the Krakots do the same thing um, but are a little more versatile. Yeah. Um, but but I but they do, you know, essentially have two wounds. So sure. and they are, so and it, it, they they definitely have. Uh, and they're not expensive. Yeah, they're not expensive, you know, fourteen. But again, they they're the same price point as a Krakot. So <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, all right. Um, so typically, you want to know what typically makes my list when I'm building lists. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. All right. Well. Um, typically it's going to be the, um, brawler lieutenant most of the time is my lieutenant, right? Uh, again, <laughs> I am, I am <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm experimenting with the Keisotsu lieutenant. So that's not always, but, um, that is, I will tell you, although that's a negative, it is actually one of the, po- it's actually a positive with list building because you don't have to like, Oh, what lieutenant do I take? What do I like? Okay. I've got two to choose from, um, this one. I'm taking this one, right? Uh, it probably ends up with the same problem that I have whenever I make a nomad's list. It's like, this lieutenant is way too obvious, and I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird, right? You're like, ah. Yeah. So, uh, but typically, like the Rushi, for the longest time, one Rushi went always into my list. I really liked the Rushi profile. Um, so the Rushi, Ludwan, both of those are very good. Both of those, I think, are easily good investments in Akari um, because they have such good utility. Um, for minimal cost, right? Yeah. Uh, especially on the Rushi, you know, it's a Spitfire for one SWC, so you save about a half of SWC than normal cases for a Spitfire. Um, so both of those are really good. Yan uh, uh, Yan's, while not as good, are still easily worth taking. Um, I would typically take two just so you have a backup at, at eight right. points a pop. For most of them, I mean, that's 16 points for two of them. The biggest thing there, again, is the impetuous order and the irregular order, right? So it's like, well, they're, they're going to be a little uncontrollable, yeah. right? So the chance of you losing them are a little higher. Um, and when you only have 15 troops to choose from, uh, you know, they do take up. That's the more important slot that they take up than it is yeah. than the points to spend, right? But I typically, typically will look to add one or two of those in there. Um, and then the piece that always, most of the time, makes my list is the Daiokai. Uh, a, I really like the model that I converted and the way it looks, so I think it's cool. <laughs> so I take that's a um, solid reason to take a model. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. also with his, his Panzer Faust and the marks, multi-marksman rifle, the Red Fury. Right, he's got the range bands covered. Uh, and then the NCO is really the tipping, right? The NCO allows me to use the lieutenant order to get another order out of my uh, yeah. in my deployment or in my play, right? So, so I think that's really the tipping point of why he's almost always in there. Um, I do like that he's armor five and two wounds and no wound cap. So really, aren't he's three wounds, right? He does yeah. have plus one damage to his attack, so his red fury. Uh, is damage 14, and that can even chunk out some, you know, lower-level medium infantry and heavy infantry, right? That Just that one extra uh, damage does add up. It makes all the difference. Being hit by, yeah, Red Fury 13, it's not that scary, just... Yeah. Yeah. 
you have but to bring is... a bit more oomph, especially in this, yeah, where, where, where even if you got crits, yeah, you still have your armor safe, so. Yeah, yeah, which is really weird, right? Because you're like, it's only one more, but it does seem to matter. And the same thing goes for armor, All right? All the like, difference, ar yeah. Armor 2 versus armor 3, that is, seems huge, right? Like, it's, it's a 5% five, <laughs> difference, but that really, there's so many times that, that comes up. Like, you're like, oh, man, woo, thank you for that <laughs> armor 3. <laughs> so, uh, so those are the ones that I really uh, look at, right? Those are the ones that I really, like, almost always, like, this. these get added, and then as I'm building lists, may get removed and replaced with other things right um yeah but those those four five if you rushi loot one um uh, really always go in to start off with and then i kind of build around them uh, again most of the reason the Diokai is the nco because that at least gives me a regular order and the lieutenant order that i can use on him plus he's got good weapons and he's ballistic scale 13 and kind of harder to kill so it's just a good anchor piece um, yeah. and again 48 49 points uh, so he's not super expensive and that puts him, you know, if you look at it, compare him to like the, the trip hammer, right? So for another 10 points, you have the tag. So, so maybe that's where the tag comes in handy, right? Because now I have a tactical awareness and regular order. So maybe that's what yeah. you look at to, to replace yeah, a bit uh, heftier gun. Yeah. A yeah. bit more armor. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's possible. Uh, again, I just have to figure out what I'm going to, how I'm going to convert that up because I'm an idiot and started converting everything instead of just taking the models out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. Um, from here, you know, I have a, like a standard list that I had taken for several years and kind of worked out. I had a handful of them. Right. So when I revisited, revisited the Akari here, um, I'm really trying to do things that I haven't done before. Like I'm really trying to like, okay, this would have been my go-to. So let's not do that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm testing out again, the alpha seed. I'm trying to like, I, I want him to work. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to try the heavy rocket launcher version. Right. Um, I think part of my problem before is maybe I used it more for the smoke grenades than I did for the heavy machine gun platform. And when I did use the heavy machine gun platform, I maybe didn't set him up in the best optimal ways. So maybe mm -hmm. the heavy rocket launcher works a little better because while heavy rocket launcher, if you're looking at heavy machine gun versus heavy rocket launcher, like most people are like, oh, heavy machine gun, you got a really good range band. You've got four dice versus two dice. Well, the Alpha Seed has a plus one burst. So it's four dice versus three dice. Yeah. Right. And Shooting at somebody with a heavy machine gun, shooting at somebody with a heavy rocket launcher, the heavy rocket launcher's continuous damage template seems scarier than a heavy machine gun. Yeah, template uh, will uh, take away your uh, armor set, uh, take away the plus three in armor if you stand in cover. It, yeah. it can make all the difference. And, yeah, and, it, yeah. and if you're standing too close to one of your buddies. Yeah, you, you right? take someone uh, in the blast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and then you fail the first one. Take another one. Like, yeah. Take another armor safe. Take another armor safe. So you can take. So I think that that's maybe. And also, you know, his midfield range is a submachine gun. So he really has a good profile of range band there that he can do some damage to. Yeah. So if, if he's going forward, especially with the submachine gun, you can lay him in suppressive fire. And if someone wants to take his um, out of 24 inches, you just start launching rockets again. Yep. So, yeah, it's yep. uh, he, he, he can really take a position and. Uh, and uh, 
Yeah, I mean, and he's a, he would be a good model if you're playing something like Panic Room or the Armory, too, because he's got shock mines. So you can yeah. get up there, right, clear out stuff with your heavy rocket launchers on the way up there, then get into the Panic Room, drop some mines, put yourself in suppressive fire with your submachine gun, and then be like, hi, I'm an Armor 5 model uh, with two boots <laughs> sitting in here. But, oh, yeah, by the way, I have six cents, so I can wait to see what you do. If yeah. you're, I, don't have to, I don't have to dodge. I can just wait here, right? You know? <laughs> and I'm veteran, so even if you kill my chump, brawler in the back lieutenant i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing right? <laughs> so yeah so so that's one that I'm, I'm i'm trying to work with more yeah um again i've already said the Druze i don't like but i am trying to figure out how they work so i am looking at them more um in in this profiles i want to test out again really looking at the shock markman rifle version um Maybe uh, maybe the hacker just for another specialist that, again, would be veteran, so he could move midfield, um, use a pitcher to throw some stuff around. He has decharges, right? Uh, so he can do a lot of the classifieds himself. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. The, the only part I don't like is he's 30 points, and that's yeah. a lot. So, Expensive so I don't for know. a one-wound unit, yeah. Yeah, so so I'm not 100% sure on, on those. Uh, I don't think the heavy machine gun brings anything to Akari at one and a half SWC and 31 points. Sure, it's going to be a uh, damage, uh, what, 16 yeah. heavy machine gun, right? But I, I don't I don't know if that's worth it for all those <laughs> points. I mean, we already talked about plus one damage being great, but when you get to be like 15, 16, 17 damage, that plus one is not as important as it was when it was, <laughs> you know, 12, 13, 14, right? So um, uh, we've already talked about it, but the digger is on my to check out list yeah right he is on my things i want to look at list um simply because i do think there's a lot of stuff here uh i just don't know utilizing it over like i've already said the um crack hots or something along those lines all right then the other profile that i haven't used that i do i do like i've always liked i just haven't had a place is yojimbo oh right I have not used Joe Jimbo. Um, I have him. He is primed. He is ready to be painted. He actually does not have a face mask since he's a named character. I let him be him. And for my car. <laughs> he will take all the blame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do like Joe Jimbo, right? I mean, he's 8'6, right? That's yeah. a, you can really move him. So if you go back to what we were talking about with how I would get the digger up there, if you do the same thing with your Jimbo, like you use some Desperados or lay smoke and you book Yojimbo up there, you can get Yojimbo into your opponent's deployment zone on turn one pretty easily, un, you know, unmolested if you lay the trap out right and don't go against mm -hmm. things with MSV, right? You can get him up there, and then he becomes insanely dangerous. You know, if you can get Yojimbo in close combat or even close enough that he can start dropping crazy koalas, right? Ooh, he could get he could be he could be deadly he could do a lot of work so uh, that is one that I want to try to to start utilizing more yeah. uh, he is only one wound which does suck right but no uh, wound in cap yeah no wound in cap he is not immunity uh, sh shock though so if he gets hit with shock it sucks he is however immunity crit which is nice. However, I would rather have immunity shock over immunity crit <laughs> any day. <laughs> <for Yojimbo. laughs> Um, but so that is one that I do want to start playing with a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I I just think it's a really 
good profile that I just don't. Uh, yeah, weird. Because in JSA, I see him all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, since you bring that up, one of the things, if you're a JSA player, you can play Akari really, really easy with just a handful of other things, right? Just, I mean, really, um, most of the models are transferable, right? Yeah. Um, the, the problem, and I looked at playing JSA, moving from Akari to playing JSA, the problem I have is I start building Akari lists in the JSA, so I try to look for things that I can't do in Akari to do with JSA. So like a lot of bikes, um, or a lot of different type of bikes, you can play bikes on both sides, but there's so just some of those things is what I look at. Um, but it is very easy to only buy a handful of models um, and switch from JSA to Akari or vice versa. So if you want to have some variety, this is a really good one of those NA2 armies that um, you can play on, on both uh, both sides there to have a little bit of variety to what you're doing. Yeah, yeah like if, so. if, if, if JSA is your main, then Ikari is like a structural for JSA. Yep. A bit in the field, yep. yeah. It, and you can use some of your, you know, your bikes from JSA and run them as Desperados if you want. You can yeah. add, you know, a couple Krakots there. Uh, Wu Ming, you grab a Wu Ming box because Wu Ming are really good in a car in Akari, right? So you can really do some stuff with very little brawler box, and you're pretty pretty good, right? Few Yang Yang somewhere someplace, yep. yeah. Yep, yep. So, um, all right. So the things that I'm looking at besides those profiles is I really want to play with the Wu Ming. I really like the Wu Ming models, and I really like their profiles and what they do. Um, so I kind of want to look at building a five man link of Wu Ming with a couple of with the little idea right i want to look at having a heavy machine gun or the heavy rocket launcher yeah right and and use it as a defensive and then after i like turn two or so use them as more a forward movement piece piece right so moving them up using the ford observer version to you know flip switches there is a uh Boarding shotgun, tin bot, firewall minus six versions, you know, to kind of help protect them from hacking. So I kind of want to move them, as, use them as a little more of a mobile attack platform yeah. uh, in, a, in a five man link. Now, you can cheapen it by adding a brawler or a clipper drone bot, right? So that you can kind of make this this link a little cheaper. So you only have three Wu Ming. And then the brawler, you can even take a brawler doctor. Now, Wu Ming don't have cubes, so you're not re rolling if they go down. Um, but well, uh, right. when in a link team, probably want to fire a uh, medicate and be good as well. Yeah, with the yeah. fist, the thirteen. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you have a, so yeah, exactly. So that, um, so those are some things to think about there too. Like when you're looking at it, like I really want to kind of figure out um, what other things I can do with the Wu Ming. I'd been playing um, a couple lists that have Wu Ming Harris in there. Um, and one of them being like the heavy machine gun and then the Ford Observer and then yeah. a brawler backup, right? And using them literally to kind of pop stuff with the idea of moving that Ford Observer up to flip switches or do whatever he needs to, to do to score me points. Yeah. Um, and I like it. They're pretty survivable. Armor four, two wounds, you know. They can do things, shock. yeah. They can do that. They are dodge plus one inch, so, you know, they can be four inch move with a three inch dodge if I want to pop them out there and kind of be a pain in the butt, right? Yeah. Um, and then the other link that I really want to take is the uh, Kindrat Krakot duo, right? Um, I really like Krakot Renegades. I have uh, four of them painted up, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, but you have an ABA of one. <laughs> yeah, I have an ABA of one. However, uh, you know, they are Morats, and I like Morats, and yeah. Morats take a lot more, so that's where they come from. Two of them are painted by a friend of mine that I got from him. Um, two of them are two of them are painted by me, one of which is converted. Uh, uh, well, actually, both of them have some conversion, but one of them is, is a little more heavily converted to where it's um, – if you're familiar with the movie Clockwork Orange, then yeah. if I show you the model, that's exactly what you'll see because he's painted in kind of whites and off-whites. He has the cane with the skull, gold skull <laughs> hand, and he has a bowler hat on. So um, <laughs> I found the bowler hat in one of my bits boxes and then I was staring at the Krakot and then this whole idea of this drogue uh, – Krakot came <laughs> to mind, so that's where he, he, he came from. So He likes he, his milk, yeah. <laughs> started because started I found a bowler hat model. Like, <laughs> then that was it. It wasn't like a texture thing. It was just a bowler hat metal piece, and I'm like, hmm, I think I'm going to put this on this Krakot and make this model. So <laughs> um, so that is one of the, the synergies I want to take. Um, you know, I look at one of the things I've kind of wanted to play. I don't play enough with is hacking and hacking networks, and I don't think Akari does it well. I tried to figure out there's a way to do synergies. I, I, I don't think they do it as well. Uh, you Rushis have repeaters, which are nice. Uh, you have a few models that have pitchers. Uh, well, maybe one. One model has a pitcher, uh, which is the, the Druze. Yeah. Uh, the Ludwan has a mine layer with repeaters. So you can do a repeater network. I just It's just not going to be very order efficient. To, you know, is yeah. you're gonna spend a lot of orders because you have to move up to get laid down, and then your hackers are mostly standard. Like you don't have any what 15 hackers, right? They're all gonna be 12, 13 hackers. Um, I think the Drews maybe yeah 13 hacker. The Brawler's gonna be a 12. War drivers a 13, right? Um, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. even your ninja is gonna be a 13. So it, they're not. That's not the game that they really want to play. But so. So I don't think that's a, a great one there. Right? Uh, <laughs> um, so those are really the synergies I'm looking at uh, is, you know, like we've kind of talked about the smoke, letting your Jimbo go up, the wooming, moving fire team, right? Instead of sitting back, having this five man link be de- defensive, which most five man links are defensive, right? Let's face it. Most people play them. You have some cheap units and then a heavy machine gun or heavy missile launcher that sits up on top of the building that can, you know, yeah hold the zone in the line of fire uh, but i want to see that making them mobile um, and then kindrak and their Krakot duo you know and those may be good together that if you know kindrak Krakot go out do the thing clear a path for the wooming so the wooming can come in a little little easier yeah. and then take that stuff at range you know so that may be maybe some fun there the only thing about the kindrak Krakot duo i don't like is they lose their impetuous order at that yeah. point yeah, yeah. And, I, and I like having the extra order to move them forward. So I, that's one of those things to think about when you're looking at synergies. You know, what do you lose with putting things in link teams? Yeah, it so. only gets worth it when you move them a, a lot more than, yeah, because you're spending one order, a regular order to move two models. So yep. it only comes worth it when you're outspending those impetuouses that you lose. Yep, yep. Yep, so that's one of the things to think about, too. So um, so this list ideas that I want to start playing with um, is is a rim-heavy. And when I say rim-heavy, I really mean, like, two Rushis, two Lubwans, <laughs> and uh, two Karakuri. Now, Karakuri are not rims or heavy infantry, but they use structure. 
So, right? yeah, they count as robots, so go with yeah, it. Yeah, so, so they are robots, right? So then you take that um, and then give a little hacking support at that point, and then also your engineer becomes more viable at that point or becomes more important at that point, I say. Because, um, yeah. uh, because it gives, like, so, you know, Karakuri are hard to get down. Uh, I will say on my game on Wednesday, uh, Pywell from Zoe and Pywell fame uh, crit me. Uh, against my Karakuri and actually ended up doing two wounds to the Karakuri <laughs> uh, on, on on my active turn. So he did that in an ARO, so that was not fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so so the Karakuri can be taken down. And now it did survive to the end of the game, but um, I had to bring something. I had to bring my Rushi up to take care of Pywell's minus six mimetism. Yeah, right? yeah. But, uh, but anyways, um, so they're not unstoppable by any means. Uh, but they are tough. They're really durable, especially if you play them well. Um, but, you know, that'd be that's right there is three, six pieces that can actually go out and do some damage and really attack. You're going to be pushing forward um, that are all using structure. Yeah. So so that's one of the things I, I've wanted to try to play with. Especially if um, you face someone with Doha and all those fair where it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can really mess with their game plan, right? I mean, that's almost like you're taking a, taking a, uh, hacky heavy hacking heavy list against Ariadne. I'm like, oh great, you have nothing that's hackable. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to spotlight all of your dudes, and that's pretty much all I'm going to do. Oh yeah. Game, right? <laughs> um, and then the other one I've been thinking about is fast, right? Taking um, uh, Yojimbo, taking two Desperados. Uh, Akari can now actually have the motorized bounty hunters, right? So ah. uh, not not just the ITS ones, they get the motorized bounty hunter. So there's two more. So that's five motorcycles right there. You pair those with, you know, uh, Rushi and Ludwans at their six, uh, four movements, right? Not only that, you can then take, you know, um, some Tonkos at, yeah. at their six, two movements. Tonkos are also impetuous if they're not in a link. So if you just want some single and pet single tacos, which are also stealth, so they can actually probably get around if you if you can play them well. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you do that. You throw a couple of yon yons in there to lay smoke. So you have a lot of stuff that could be up in the middle of the table on your by the end of your turn one, really really easily, right? Yeah. And that can sometimes really throw an opponent off to have so much stuff pushed up on them, right? They can handle one or two things that make it midfield, but you know six becomes a whole different ball game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you add the crack off in there because they start uh, four inches up, right? They're impetuous order, so they can really move up there. So, it, and it's possible, especially if you start stacking all those things, right? Um, you have a lot of impetuous orders, right? Yeah. So, so that's really going to outweigh some of that in irregular orders because you have so many impetuous orders. So your opponent's going to get flooded with orders. You're going to have a bunch of stuff move. Yeah. And like, okay, <laughs> now onto my regular order pool. And they'll be like, what? We're halfway. We're not halfway through your turn. We just starting your turn. That was just the yeah. impetuous with phase. Me, with this me. We're, we're racing up to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I definitely think that there are some on the on that front there are definitely some some groups and some armies that could just will just destroy that right they could they're just like okay great bring everything to me and i'm just yeah, gonna if, if, if shreds, you have a strong right? aro presence like okay let's just, just shoot everything that comes in with uh with some good snipers yeah yep yeah so some of those you know you get like varuna that ha you know gets the oh that 
I can't think of what the model is that, you know, can be in the link team. Yeah. Yeah. Come out. Like he, he would like, Oh, I'd love this. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be picking off models for days because he doesn't care about the smoke. He doesn't care about any of that stuff. And he's just going to be causing all sorts of havoc. Right. Yeah. Um, um, but I think it, you know, it'd be fun. It'd be kind of interesting to play. Uh, I do want to try to take some Tonko individually, anyway so just to kind of use that 6-2 movement that impetuous order um they're not great outside of the missile launcher uh, or till you get into close combat right they're 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 a spear contender blitz and light shotgun blitz and submachine gun so they're not great anywhere but they're also under 20 points for those Right, yeah, so you're paying 17 points for something that lo- throws a few flamen spears your way. That's uh, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, not bad yeah, at so, all. So if you and if you can get him up there, right, uh, in, into your opponent, then he d- he does become very viable. And at 17 points with armor three, BTS three, and two wounds, um, you it's probably going to take an order or two for your opponent to drop him in at 17 yeah. points. You're, you're probably okay with losing him to that, right? If yeah. it burns orders. So, so those are some things to think about. Uh, then I look at it. Um, those are the main ones I'm thinking about now. Again, we've already talked about the, the trip hammers that I should probably start looking at, right? So do I take that tag? And then what do I do? How do I support that tag? Uh, Scarface and Cordelia are interesting. I have, thought when i was looking at the trip hammers like what would it be to take scarface cordelia and a trip hammer um <laughs> I, I i don't know on the viability of that <laughs> i don't think you need both i think you would take scarface cordelia or a trip hammer however uh if you have the tags and just want to run to silhouette seven tags then okay give it a shot i mean i'm not gonna stop you from trying it uh i will tell you in most cases your opponent will be like well i can take care of a tag i can't take care of two tags oh and then you're gonna drop a bunch of yon yons in my face great this is gonna be loud (laughs) so uh but again maybe i mean maybe that's you take two of those and four yon yons and two desperados so you have just a bunch of chode units that just land and cause havoc and then your two main pieces uh do what they do and just push forward and unleash hell right so um but those are kind of some of the things that i've been thinking about that i want to look at right that that i really really want to pay attention to um i think overall strategy wise for akari is very open and upfront on what it wants to do akari doesn't want to play mind games akari doesn't want to be sneaky akari wants to punch you in the face yeah yeah and like i said at the beginning they don't want to punch you in the face with the best units we want to take good units and just have a lot of them we don't want to take i have one or two really really prime optimal pieces i want to take four really decently equipped pieces yeah right um, which I think is actually one of the we'll biggest strengths yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really one of the biggest strengths they have is they have a lot of really tough to deal with stuff, but they're not like over the top. This is the best of the best. Uh, so it allows you to take a bunch of them, and that's where they really get yeah. dangerous. Yeah. So, um, all right, Raymond. So, what are your questions here on Akari that uh, came brought up to you since we've been talking? It, it is so aggressive. It is so uh, in the face. So how do you deal with the more specialist heavy uh, uh, missions? 
Yep. Um, so they do have the standard um, doctor and engineer. They right uh, whip 13 doctor yeah. engineer they are typically always in my list i typically take one of each and i will try to take a bot or two uh simply because it does a couple things right all right so you took my diakai out he's still laying on the table hey my doctor's right here yeah so now you have to spend another order right because you, you've got to make sure he's dead right which yeah. means you're not going to be dropping something else so that is uh the doctor and engineer there um i typically take uh a Ford Observer bot a lot of times, right? The remote that's a Ford Observer. Mm-hmm. Karakuri are also Ford Observers. Yeah. So uh, they lack in a lot of the specialists in the veterans missions, ones you need veteran elite, right, to, to do yeah. things. They are weak in some of those. Uh, you have to really plan for counterintelligence or highly classified. You really have to think about that. In those cases, you are probably not going to take as many aggressive pieces. You're going to take some pieces that you can go and hunt their specialists with. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. In that case, in that case, you may take four yon yons and just try to land one next to their specialist and take it out. Yeah. Right. Um, but you, it takes a lot more thought to handle those um, classified heavy missions you have to think a lot more about them because again it is not where akari shines yeah oh um they don't have any doctor engineers right they don't have any combos like that where you can take one model and get two things right they don't have a lot of those types of pieces uh they can do i think pretty much every classified it, it uh, i can't think of any they can't do but you have to have the models to do it uh, in some cases, you may only have one model that can do <laughs> three of them that you get. You're like, okay, great. Well, this one model's got to do all of those, and that's going to be really hard. Uh, but you again, stay away that, from the fight <laughs> and do all the yeah. stuff when needed. But but when you get that right, when you get those scenarios, what you do is you focus on which ones can I do, and then how do I stop my opponents from doing yeah. any right? So then you're then you become more aggressive in like, well, if I can only do one or two, but I can stop you from doing any, that still puts yeah. me up right you don't have to do all of them if you can stop them from doing them yeah right so you shift in that thing it's not what i what i can do it's what i can stop you from doing right all right yeah um well that's nice to know you like yeah like yeah well why why compensate when you can just use more aggression why 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 try find another tool if you got the hammer already yeah <laughs> yeah well and that's what it is right like i don't need to I, I don't need all these keys. I'm just going to use this battering ram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, since since lieutenant is so obvious, but you also have a lot of irregular units, is losing the lieutenant such a bad thing in Ikari? Well, it is, right? <laughs> and, and the reason it is is because you have so many irregular units, you're probably going to be spent or have spent a couple of your command tokens already. Mm-hmm. Right, so you're not gonna. So if you have a Diokai that really needs to go up and kill stuff, and you don't, and you're lost lieutenant, or not lost lieutenant, if you, if you're, um, yeah, lost lieutenant. Um, well, I've already spent two command tokens, right, to switch these to a regular order. So now I've really only got three orders I can put on him, and it's yeah. always gonna be a time where, like I need four. I need four orders to get this done, right? So, so dealing with irregular orders, using irregular orders is not something that Kari's going to shy away from. However, only having irregular orders is something that's going to be difficult just because you are not going to have the command tokens to switch. You know, a lot of times people playing, like when I'm playing Onyx, there's a lot of times that I end the game and I have all four of my command tokens left, right? I haven't spent any of them, right? 
in Akari, that is rarely ever the case. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, that I know it with my with my Ariane at least, uh, where we also have a lot of irregular units. Uh, like, mm-hmm. if you're not spending planning to spend command tokens on anything else, flipping a regular orders to regular is is a good way to go. Yep. Yep. And I do a lot of times. A lot of times, those orders will get flipped. Um, I will typically like on the Desperados. Um, I will use their impetuous orders and then let their irregular orders sit there. Until I know that I'm ready to either a use them to do something like throw smoke or move them somewhere, or they stay to the end and I burn all my regular orders and like okay, well I need one more regular order. Okay, sweet, uh, command token. This one becomes yeah. regular and now this does that. So a lot of times those models will kind of sit there, um, just holding on to their order till the end just to see what I need to do. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, e- even in some cases where um, I have used a regular order on them to go up and throw smoke, leaving their irregular order just because, right? Just, <laughs> just use that as almost like a reserve pool so that I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got that one more order left. Sweet, I can do this <laughs> type of thing, right? So, um, Treat I don't yourself. Do that. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, yeah, I don't do that very often, but occasionally it's a, you know, a mental game you can play with yourself just kind of like as you deal with your own tactics and what you can do or can't do type of yeah. stuff. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is very common now for me to take a five-man link with the Tonko missile launcher in there and use it defensively on my opponent's turn and then offensively on my turn. Like, really, uh, my game Wednesday, I had it set up to where um, my opponent kind of had to come around to see it. And he mm-hmm. did, he was, I mean, we set up pretty much on opposite corners, which he was going first, and we were doing um, front line, I think yeah. it was. Um, yeah. So he, and he was going first, and so I basically set my steps up. So he pushed up. Um, obviously killed the Diokai with, uh, the, you know, guided missile bot. Um, but that was really all he killed. And so then my Tonka was able to move over and get line of sight on several of his guys, um, including a, um, I think it was playing Bakuna at the time, including a riot girl missile launcher and a five man link. And so I'm kind of like, all right, you're in a five man link. I'm in a five man link. We're both ballistic skill 13. We're both armed missile launchers. We're both going to be throwing two dice. We're going to look for the exact same stats (laughs) here. So, however, my blast template was going to clip another one of his models. Yeah. So even if I lose the face-to-face, as long as I hit, and again, I'm going to be hitting on 16s. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to take this other model with the missile, which I did. I ended up beating the. I ended up beating both of them. But even if he had hit me and killed the Tonko, his five-man link would now be a four-man link, and I have other pieces that can now deal with that much easier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. So, so uh, it was uh, in that case a, a aggressive piece. The Tonko missile launcher moved around on top of a building with the five-man link team quite a bit to get in position and just check missiles downfield. Um, again, yeah, yeah, Ludwan, sure. Ludwan yeah. and Rushi do their things, right? Uh, I actually used the Rushi the least that I'd ever used it, and it wasn't until like my turn three, and I had to go up and take care of Pywell because he was causing me problems. That <laughs> so I just basically ran the Rushi from my deployment zone almost up into his side. Again, front line, so I needed to move stuff into his into zones anyways, yeah. and I could do it. I, I could do it, you know, unmolested by any of his stuff, and was able to do that. So, yeah, I mean, a typical list for me is going to be that five man link with a missile launcher right now. Yeah, a Diokai. Uh, a Ludwan and Rushi or two Rushis, right? Um, and then a Yan Yan and a Desperado. Yeah. In in a group, right? And then group two is probably going to be another Yan Yan and Desperado, probably a Doctor Engineer. Um, and then at 
killer hacker ninja maybe right yeah. uh, and then another attack piece right so the diokai is typically in there karakuri can be in there i'm like i said i'm trying to do the alpha seed um the list that i took uh on wednesday um considered of a link team that had uh 3k sotsu and a brawler and the tonko missile launcher yeah. however in this case, one of the Keisotsu was the lieutenant, not the brawler, again, so I'm trying to play that. So I have three Keisotsus that could all be lieutenants, mm-hmm. right, and the brawler. So I had four models in that link team that could be the lieutenant, right, um, and including the brawler. So if people are going to go for my lieutenant, they're probably going to more than likely go for that brawler, which, again, would not be my lieutenant, yeah, yeah. right, and the Tonko missile launcher. That was definitely built as a defensive ARO link, right? That was what their whole purpose yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, Then it took the... Um, the Alpha C with the heavy rocket launcher, birth plus one burst, right? So that was going to be an attack piece. It took a Rushi, so that's another attack piece. It took a Desperado and a Yon Yon, right? So there mm-hmm. are seven models in that group, right? Yeah. Um, then group two, again, was another Desperado and a Yon Yon. It took a Ludwan. Um, it took a Karakuri. So again, there is uh, another attack piece, right? And it took a Doctor uh, with a Yao Zhao, which is there's support bot and the diokai so in this list i have the tonko missile launcher i have the alpha seed i have the rushi all in group one all three of those models can do damage right yeah. uh the alpha seed and the tonko at range the rushi needs to get in midfield right because it's a spitfire right in group two i have the karakuri a Ludwan, and uh the diokai that can all do damage right karakuri is really hard to kill uh those really need to be more midfield to do action uh do do stuff i mean the Diokai does have a Panzerfaust, so he can reach out, but it's only two shots. Uh, the Curry, I took the Mark 12 version with the Panzerfaust, so he could do it there. But that's really going to move up. There's, um, let's see. So, so really, the first group is nine, and the second group is six, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. First group's got seven regular orders, two irregular orders, two impetuous, three if you count the Tonko, but he doesn't get it because he's in a no, link. No, no. Yes, and yeah. group two has four regular orders two irregular and two impetuous right now the yon yons don't start on the field you'll notice i don't have a ninja in this list um it would have come in handy uh in in the game i had especially uh, in frontline just front yeah. points uh, <laughs> how, yeah how, however i didn't end up needing it because he had two hackers he had a killer hacker and a hacker like basically in the middle of the table and we had to panic we had an armory set up there um yeah. however my desperado was able to get there um and a chain rifle both of them because one of them had exposed itself and i was able to catch both of them in the teardrop yeah. um, so uh so i didn't need to have a midfield at that point because my desperado went up and took care of his midfield <laughs> so <laughs> um, and it was one of those things that were like the dice definitely weren't favoring my shots and um, <laughs> So, um, but again, this list um, doesn't show everything, right? It has two yon yons off the table, right? So people are like, okay, well, there's still two more things that are out there. Also, I deploy if I deploy everything. I think in this this round, I actually kept the alpha seed in reserve. So you know, he countered. So he deployed first. I deployed, and then he's his um, reserve model kind of counter deployed some of my pieces. But then my alpha seed was able to deploy basically where it could be unmolested until i decided to move him yeah yeah now sure the taskmaster ended up d- did end up killing him but um 
it wasn't I was pretty much in the middle of the table and I'd moved him up there uh, to cause him a problem to where he had to take care of it. It was a little easier for the taskmaster to kill him than I wanted. He only had to spend two orders on it. The first the first one I tanked all of the shots and then I moved back and then he was able to spend another order of it and he just basically hit me with everything <laughs> and I failed every armor save and so he like went away. It was like wow. Um but uh you know it has a doctor with a with a um servant bot in here so you know it's basically he has to kill stuff and he has to kill them dead and he can't let the alpha seed sit there he can't let no, the diocon no. sit there so so that just costs order so part of this is it makes you it forces you to kill everything off the table dead um because i still have stuff they can kill so you really need to start pulling not only just those pieces away but the orders um and the, my order generator my cheerleaders are hard to get to too right because yeah. the Three Kesetsu and Brawler with the Tonko are, are not going to be sitting out in the open. No. Right? Right, right, right. The, the, the Doctor's not going to be sitting out in the open, right? So the Desperados are, but again, those are going to be smoke throwers in their irregular order, yeah. so that's not what's feeding my killer. Yeah, if you, if you lose that, you're still probably at net value ending up with the same order pool. Uh... Yeah. Yep. Yep, so it's, that, that is really one of those things that... Uh, makes Akari kind of scary is it's not like I can't drop. Now, my opponent also messed up and didn't take any doctors because I was like, Dude, okay, what doctors do you have? It was, uh, yeah, that's where I realized uh, I have a hole in this list. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I just need to knock you unconscious. Okay, sweet, <laughs> right? But mm. I think that, and I think that's a wise thing for anybody, no matter what, it, you know, if your biggest threat pieces are um, structure, take an engineer. If your biggest yeah. threat pe pieces are wounds, take a doctor because then your opponent has to think, do I spend the extra order to eliminate that model so you can't bring it back? Because, again, orders are the resource that is expendable yeah. here. That is very important. If they don't have to spend another order to take it off the table, they won't. Especially right? if you set up your doctor to uh, support that one unit with either a bot behind it or the doctor close by that, that your opponent knows yeah. from... Yeah, in two orders, this thing can be back again. You know, and a lot of times what I've been doing deployment is I've been taking the, uh, in this case, the, the Yauza, right? Or the Herpers, the Nurse yeah. Worm, or the whatever, you know, whatever it may be for, for your faction. And I've been placing them up on the deployment line, even if they're not in cover, like kind of in the middle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Or if I know, for example, I know my Diokai is going to run up this path, I will place him so he's kind of close to that path. Yeah. So so that he's in really good position to run up and heal whatever dies on the thing. Um, even if my opponent sees it, he's out in the open. He's like, I'm gonna take a shot at it. I'm like, okay, well you're in, say you're good range, but he's still mimetism minus three. So you're looking flat dice, right? Also, uh, you're spending an order to take care of it, <laughs> yeah. right? That is so. So I'm even three points. I, I feel flattered by being healed with bullets. <laughs> and, and I had somebody spend three orders to kill one before because I kept dodging with it. <laughs> and he was like, Are you kidding me? And I kept making the dodge roll or he would fail altogether. And basically, so I'm like that, even when he did kill it, I was like, you spent three orders to kill it. I am way okay with that. That That's that, <laughs> I'm 100% fine with that exchange that happened there. Right. Yeah. Those uh, are reasons why I sometimes just ignore an Emitron or uh, what the LF has, the net rod. Yeah. Like, there are too many orders. Yeah. Yeah. I take away an order from my opponent, but at what cost? For my own uh, situation. Now, I will if if I'm running by and I don't have anybody else and I can see a net rod yeah. or those things, I will definitely take the pot shot instead of taking the second move because again, it does strip an order. But again, the servants don't 
contribute anything to me except for a different position yeah. of doctor. Um, and again, I will push them all the way up even if they're not in cover. I don't deploy them. Don't deploy them back in the back of your deployment zone and tuck unless they're unless they're there to assist a link team. Yeah. Right. To get back up, put them out there because you're going to want them to run up forward anyways. And there are lots of classifieds that can be achieved with those bots. Yeah. Through your doctor, right? Protect your doctor, uh, expose those servants, and let them do some of the work and be in a position to get your dudes back up. Because again, it forces your opponent. Well, I've got to spend an order to take care of this because otherwise, you're just going to bring that model back up with that. Um, and if they can't see the model, right, that they want to kill, they can only see your bot. Okay, so you're going to blast that to keep my other guy up. Okay, well that still gives me time, mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, to get over and get that guy back up with the doctor or, in some cases, an additional servant bot, right? I've got two of those out there. So I can, you killed one, great, I've got another one, I'm going to do the same thing with this one. Yeah, yeah. It's not, <laughs> not going to be as convenient, but I'm still going to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 there are reasons to take them. Yeah. Yeah, so I think really my big takeaways for Akari is if you like, uh, if you like attacking, right? If you like that very forward um, attack piece strategy, right? Mm -hmm. Aggressive strategy. Akari is very good. If you are uh, a defensive strategy, they can do it, right? It, they have a lot of Harris teams. They've got a link, lot of link teams, uh, that duos and things like that. Uh, you know that you can build build that defensive links to. Um, but if you are a tricksy game, you want to play a lot of hidden camo and you know hide the. Hide, hide the shell games, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kari's not great at that. I mean, they have Ludwan that can hollow echo. They have Bashi Bazooks that can hollow echo. Um, and they have uh, a ninja. So you're not going to do it. They used to have um, the um, the Freedom Fighter. Yeah. Uh, they don't anymore. That went away, which I'm kind of disappointed with. I liked the Libertos. Uh, I actually used them a lot. And that was because, because again, it was another midfield camo. Well, it's the, they're... they're... Ikari doesn't have much principles, but yeah. the weeding out the freedom fighters just because yeah. they're saturating the game—that's that's just a step too far for them. That's yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Ikari doesn't matter. They don't—they don't care what you are, except fish people. They don't like fish people. They're against fish people. Apparently, <laughs> you know, we more rats we're fine with. Yeah. Uh, Toha we're fine with. Fish people, nope, you're out of here. Get out. Yeah. Of here. <laughs> <laughs> So, We're not fighting yeah, for I, freedom over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no joke. That's, that's really what it was. Yeah. I think what what it was is the freedom fighters probably did work with them for a while. I'm like, wait a minute, you're just killing people. This is not what, <laughs> this is not what we're trying to say. This is not the story we are trying to project here. Yeah. Um, so like, we're we're pulling our units, but which is sucks because I, they did have a the, those the, those models that that unit uh, profile really did have a lot of use in Akari. It was it was very handy. Yeah. So, but oh well, it is what it is. Say yeah. la vie. <laughs> so, all right. So Raymond, uh, are you ready to start playing Akari now? Have I, have I, have I wet your whistle? Are you excited now to try to maybe I, I should look at these? I think I am. A little bit of aggression <laughs> uh, once or twice uh, in my life. Yeah, that's uh, that's something I want to do. Be oh. a, be a bit of a uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of attack units and there there yeah there are units in there that I already know and are big favorites of mine so yeah i think uh think it'll be fun yeah for sure yeah yeah I, again like i've started playing them really just because i kind of like the idea behind them uh like their their story i mean it kind of goes with my way i like to play games i like to play things that are like really crazy and like 
over anti-human, right? Just because it's not it's not who I am as a person. So I'm going to try that exact yeah. opposite, so I can kind of live that uh, vicariously through mo- mental monot- monot- yeah. models, right? So yeah, it's yeah. more it's ads a bit, and bit onyx of a role play and, yeah, for yourself, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, that's why I really love the Hollow Men from Tunguska, right? Yeah. Because that story by them is just the creepiest thing in all of Infinity. Yeah. That still, to me, is probably the most sinister of all stories behind this, is the Hollow Men story. Yeah, right? I, it's, it's, I know that it's especially a favorite unit under parents. Like, yeah, let's put, put my kid's brain into a robot that's... Yeah, yeah. Like they go and like find like, oh, your baby is gonna is gonna be uh, have a head of a deformity. So tell you what, we'll just pay you for it. We'll just take it now. I mean, I know you haven't had it. We'll just cut it out of you. And we'll just take it. Thanks. That, that's fine. They're like, that's so creepy, so creepy. But you know, so I think Kari kind of a lot of times is, is the same way. Is there's no there's no gray. There's no no there's no black and white. It is like we will just do whatever we choose to do. You bring it to us. How much are you paying for us? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, yeah, just, gonna rip just it to shreds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, which is, uh, you know, kind of what the weird thing is. Infinity really does promote a lot of that in like story-wise, right? Because there's definitely a lot of us versus them, and we don't care about them. Yeah. So, so they fit well into that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else you want to cover? Well, uh, well this one thing because I'm. I'm uh, I, uh, we, we talked a lot about about blast weapons, and it's always the um, uh, I, I, I want to go on this little tangent. Like there's there's always like burst is king, so bring a, a machine gun, bring your uh, 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 Spitfires, uh-huh. have put them in a link team, have a lot of shots. Um, but I'm still I'm 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 quite happy with with trying to. Either attack with a two burst uh, missile launcher, because by the the sheer chance of having a great effect, either by having a blast and take out more units uh, who are close by, uh, or uh, but it's very situational on the other hand. So, uh, yeah, I think you nailed it there, right? It's yeah. very situational, right? So typically, yes, burst is king, and I typically say more dice over yeah. less dice. However, you have a missile launcher and a five-man link as an ARO. Your opponent, even with, say, let's say a burst five HMG and a link, they have to debate, if I lose this, I take three armor saves. Yeah. Right? And if I move my link team, um, I could be taking three armor saves on more than just one model. Yeah. Right. So you really. So I think that really it, it puts that. I mean, it's why the knocked for uh, uh, missile launcher is so scary because people don't know where it is, and it's it, it it's uh, only one. You're only rolling one shot at it with the knocked for missile launcher, right? But it's yeah. the three saves against a damage fifteen, right? So it's like ooh, I don't really want to try that. I don't really want to go up against <laughs> that. That's not something I want to do. Um, so I think that's really what the threat of uh, damage 14, sorry, I said 15. But you know, yeah. I think that's really what the threat is of the blast template, right? Yeah. Um, because also you don't add the armor. Now, yeah, yeah that can make all, all the that, difference, yeah. Yeah, in order for all of that to come into play, though, you actually have to hit first, right? So yeah. that's where you go back to the dice is king, right? The more dice is the better. However, I think it's I, – I don't think it is as black and white as that. Because it is a nice game, and you can hit with all five of your dice, but if your highest is a five, 
that's you're in a really scary area right there because yeah. that means that there's a whole lot that they can do to hit you right yeah and they only have to hit you with a six and they cancel all five of your shots and you take the hit right yeah so so that's one of the things that people really have to think about you're like okay i've got well i've got a i'm on a hitting on a 13s or better right yeah. well yeah so you hit on a two that's still a lot for your opponent to hit on. So there's still like, it's not like I just, if I roll under 13, I hit you. It's not, you know, it's, you have to roll, I have to roll under 13 to hit. And then I have to roll higher than you. So there's a lot more to think about than just rolling, which is where rolling a lot of dice is great, but rolling that blast. In my case on Friday, I was, went with straight odds, two versus two, both looking for um, 16s. Uh, and against missile launchers, uh, but I was going to catch a dude that could do nothing about yeah. it that you pretty much knew as long as I hit was going to be dead. Yeah. Right. And, and at that point I'm dropping your five man link. Sure. I'm, I'm going to be on the losing end points wise, but it's going to be much easier for me to take care of your, your link team now because yeah. you're only four. Right. Um, I have become a lot more enamored with the heavy rocket launcher ever since the game I played in the fall at a convention called um, Dragonfall. Mm -hmm. I played there. I took a single Wu Ming with the heavy rocket launcher, literally with the idea that he's going to be moving around kind of on his own, just taking shots of opportunity with the heavy rocket launcher. And yeah. let, me tell you, let me tell you, he dropped a lot of stuff. Pretty much everything he shot at, he dropped. Part of that is because he is ballistic skill 13. And four armor, right? So in cover, I'm adding seven. So if I even take a wound, I'm still adding seven, right? As long as it's not hitting by another blast. But if I hit you, right, I'm hitting you with a damage 14 continuous damage weapon yeah. with a blast. So you're taking, I'm taking away your armor or your, your cover save armor, right? Yeah. Um, and then you fail and you keep rolling. And he dropped a lot of stuff and was a lot more threatening for a piece that was 30 points, right? And, yeah. and easy to easy to move and be sneaky with, right? Um, now, an HMG would have done just as well as an attack piece, but probably really wouldn't have been as threatening, right? I would have had three more or two more yeah. dice, um, but it was really that positioning that I could get because yeah. of the blast, because of the continuous damage that made him. Uh, an advantage and then you know when you go and get in there you get close enough to somebody and you're like okay well what are you going to do here because i have an assault pistol plus one burst and a chain rifle like on the desperados right so what yeah. do you want to do you want to dodge you want to try to shoot at me because either way i'm going to pick what's advantage advantageous to me yeah. right and and again that's where it gets like neither one of those are really high damage but you throw enough of that and you can, you know, get a situation where it's in your advantage to do. And so I really think that blast weapons, like you said, is while not as many dice, definitely have some areas where they are very advantageous. Now, yeah, if the blast isn't going to get you anything, you've got somebody out of cover in the in, in the heavy missile range and the rocket launcher plus range, right? And they're at there's no cover modifiers. The blast isn't going to do any good. Maybe they're only one wound models, right? Uh, yeah, heavy machine gun all the time, right? Because you just have to hit them once. Yeah, but but you get a tag that's running from point A to point B. You know, oh he yeah, he he some... heavy rocket launcher may be advantageous there. Yeah, uh, yeah it's 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 uh, it it makes all the difference for movement and and deploying and where you end up. Like if you have an active heavy machine gun dude, you always try, 
you always have to hide him or so, or put him in a place where he's safe because mm-hmm. his reactive uh, yeah is, is a lot worse than when active with a lot of burst while missile launchers or heavy rocket launchers could stay where they ended up and be a good arrow piece uh, for uh, for the reactive uh, reactive turn yeah and, and and also when you have gunfights especially when with the blast is yeah, if, if you have a unit that does not have a blast and, and, and a, a link team is moving forward to kill it, you mostly end up with a, a, a lot of mooks hugging the, the total cover and then one sticking out and firing. Yep. And they are all f- lining up in a conga line behind that wall until the firefight is over. Well, with a, with a, with a blast, it's not... Yeah, you have to really, uh, as, as an active player going forward, have to... Really look out for that you do not take any other units in that blast range. Um, so yeah, there there there's a lot more scarier propositions. So yeah, you can... yeah, a blast weapon could definitely like especially the ARO piece, right? So you have a blast weapon. Let's say you have a missile launcher versus an HMG, right? Yeah. Um, as an ARO piece. Well, if you have a link team moving, the link team's going to be a little more free to move against the HMG. Yeah. But against the missile launcher, they may spend two or three orders where they would have only spent one or two, right, to move because they have to make sure like that you can't see more than one of these at a time. You can't yeah. catch more than one. So they have to be. So it, you know, you may be starving them orders. It may literally just be an area control or zone control or yeah. movement control piece where the HMG is not going to have that same effect, right? You're like, okay. Um, I'm going to give you a shot at the main guy. You're not going to see the rest of these guys because you can't see them at all. Uh, but in the missile launcher version, like, okay, I, I'm going to give you a shot at the main guy. He's the only one you can see, but I'm going to make sure the rest of these guys are back further than I would really want them because I don't want them to be caught by the blast, right? So, yeah, yeah that's totally a thing. Like, that's totally using those templates to control your opponent's movement. Yeah. Yeah, I have thought I have thought about taking two Tonko missile launchers, right? One in the five man link, well, one in a five man link, and one in a three man Harris. It's con- so the five man link is my defensive ARO piece. The three man um, three man Harris is sitting out defensively, but not as easy to see from turn one, right? And then they actually are moving, right? Because that is a threat moving. So I'm rolling yeah. two dice and getting in advantageous positions, right? Uh, that is something I've looked at a couple times. With the idea of like that's just be more of a pain yeah yeah i'm being yeah and especially yeah it, it may be a uh, burst too but your opponent is also on a lower burst so yeah yeah uh although i as i as i as i have thought about that and looked at i do think at that point the wuming hmg or the wuming heavy rocket launcher in a three-man harris is more viable yeah the, the three three shots monster. from a heavy rocket launcher is still yeah correct and that's where the alpha seed the Alpha Seed with heavy rocket punch with bursts over the heavy machine gun. That's why the Alpha Seed heavy rocket launcher really becomes appealing, right? Is that plus yeah. one burst? Yeah. Because it's only one dice difference. Now, I say that, and probably for the, my next 20 games, one dice is going to matter. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting, yeah. yeah, we're just here screaming for bad dice rolls and proving yeah. us wrong. <laughs> yeah, that is. That is true. You always, yeah. There's always those chances. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've, I've had my O uh, uh, twelve uh, episode, and then I was like, yeah, the gamma is so strong it can survive a lot of things. And the, the games after that, that episode were just he whipped out like in in one burst. Uh, someone took him out uh, in, in one go like two times, and it's. <laughs> 
we we have a newer player who is yeah. playing um o12 uh, uh, and his gamma that poor thing has been punked in every game he has ever played with it it gets every time every time that thing gets just destroyed however his um was it these his epsilon sniper whoa that dude like you think they would you, you think they would switch armors because that thing <laughs> saved so many hours i threw so many heavy machine gun shots at it one time and it didn't care um it snipered stuff it's done so it, like his epsilon has been far <laughs> superior surviving than his gamma ever has efficiency that's all about, yeah. that's all about. Yeah. <laughs> so funny i mean we laugh about it all the time now yeah. like oh like i even put like his epsilon because they have msv2 mm-hmm. so i even counter deployed my overdrawn with heavy rocket launcher plus one burst and um albedo against it and i was going first and i stepped out and he still survived that and like oh no i'm just gonna step behind this corner and i'm like what and then i stepped around and then dropped his like gamma in maybe two orders <laughs> so i was like but that that stupid epsilon survived to the end of the game <laughs> Yeah, he has to make his whole army out of Epsilons, and then he will be good. Yeah. Unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> Unstoppable Epsilons. Yeah. So, Luckily, there's yeah. an aviability uh, max. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no joke. Yeah, they are definitely not an AVA total. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, Ryan, it was a blast. Uh, thanks for your insights on Ikari. Uh, uh, very needed insights, because... Uh, I wasn't facing them much, so it's it's good to know uh, what they do and uh, probably fun to play with them as well. So uh, thanks for your insight. Yeah, I really enjoy this, Raymond. I like doing this. I I, I wish I played more stuff, like yeah. more factions, so I could do this more often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and hopefully you can get uh, public flash paper podcast uh, going. <laughs> Personal <laughs> flash paper. <laughs> Public flash paper, <laughs> Raymond. Yeah, no, we uh, yeah. we we are in talks about firing back up, trying to get schedules yeah. figured out. Uh, we're hoping, uh, gosh, hopefully in this, hopefully in March, we'll, we'll have that done. Uh, we got big news coming next week for Infinity. We should be more at week, right? Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Oh, show us the monkeys. Come on. Yeah, no, very, excited. Yeah, yeah. very excited to see what that looks like. Yeah, 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 for sure. Maybe maybe after that's released, uh, and then I'll start switching to back to Onyx, I'll switch to Morats and play yeah. through those. Wow. See how it goes. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, any any shout outs you want to make? Hey, just if you're in the states, look for Mission Critical in May. Uh, well, actually, last weekend of April, first weekend of May, um, in Wapaka, Wisconsin. It's a lot of fun. If you do go, find me. Uh, holler at me. Yeah. Let me know you're there. Um, then always my local gaming group, the Mocan Infinity group, and then my Infinity Con Bros uh, chat group. Uh, those guys are heaven sent for this uh, pandemic time where we were not able to get out and do stuff. We just all chatted. We still chat to this day. Had a mm-hmm, discussion mm-hmm. about had a discussion about you know lots of things from barbecue to movies to random memes and facts and finds and shows that are coming out so those guys are great and i really appreciate all of the support uh they give me and the enjoyment we have there too so that's always fun yeah, yeah. And, oh. and, and the wife and the wife and kids but they don't listen so no, they don't, we know we know we know <laughs> maybe at some point when we do a lot of them <laughs> yeah that's true maybe after a while when i become famous they'll track down all the recordings of me yeah <laughs> all so, right so. well 
thanks Ryan and uh, yeah it was it was awesome and uh, listeners thanks for tuning in and I will see you all next time bye everybody well welcome listeners to the future with Ray yeah. and Ryan <laughs> yeah it's been a it's been a little while and we've had some changes come up yeah 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 I'm 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 curious uh, did any of the profiles change was there any anything on that front uh well. Sort of, um, kind of, not really. But uh, so, for instance, uh, Crackout Renegade, you can actually take two now. It was, was AVA one, uh -huh. is now AVA two. So technically, you can have three Crackouts because if you take Kindrat and then two Crackouts, um, which I actually like. I like the addition of the second Crackout. Um, I think that's a that's a nice uh, that's a nice thing. I, I I they took away our Livertos a long time ago, so this gives us another forward deployment model that uh and i've always liked the crack odds yeah 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 the one we have to push from left or right or in duo or anyway yep yeah yep then uh tau Wu, the mastermind and schemer got added to akari yeah um, which it's a counterintelligence model uh he has 25 points uh i'm not sure if he's worth the 25 or 26 or if you don't take the counterintelligence point model i i, I picked him up uh, I bought him uh, because uh, I also like the model <laughs> since it's I can use it now. Incredible <laughs> like, well, model, yeah. yeah. So uh, I haven't decided what to do or how to use him yet, uh, but it will make some, some, some. Uh, it'll make some appearance at some point, I would think. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing is, apparently, uh, they had he heard me cyclically. Corvus Belly heard me cyclically when we recorded our first thing because they mm -hmm. gave us a Druze lieutenant. However, <laughs> the connection wasn't great because they gave us Security Chief, Security Chief Arslan instead of just a regular Druze. So uh, they, they did give us another attendant, lieutenant option, which is great. So now we now have three. But still uh, very I, obvious. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have preferred a Druze, a plain Druze, also because he's 36 points. He's a lot of points in a lieutenant. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, he's basically two wounds because he's no wound in cap, although he does not have shock immunity, so he can be taken care of very easily that way. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know if he brings a lieutenant piece that I'm like cra craving for. I was hoping for another, just a generic lieutenant again, like just a regular Druze lieutenant would have been, would have been probably preferred yeah. over easier to um, security between his buddies. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's really, um, that was really about it that, you know, there's some other random changes, but all basically in how the link teams work, obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk about that. Yeah. Right. So I think overall everything we previously talked about still stays the same on how you would function with the Kari. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of the same things are, didn't change those up. Now the Tonko missile launcher in a Kesotsu, uh five-man link, right, is not as effective, right, because he is not going to have the plus three to the ballistic skill. He's just going to have plus one to the ballistic skill because it's not going to be a pure fire team. No, no. Right? However um, – that's the way it is across the board, right? For all yeah. sectorials. So yeah. I don't really know that it's like, oh, yeah, you lost two ballistic skill, right? But everyone 10%, else is. Yeah. Yes, because everybody else did too. But what it does do that I think is interesting is it makes the Kesotsu missile launcher a viable option. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like he's going to be in a pure link. So he's going to be ballistic skill 13, right? Versus the Tonko's ballistic skill 
uh, 14. Now, the Tonko is two wounds, is more survivable, and all of that things. But, you know, that shaves off, oh, like, almost 15 points or something along those lines. Yeah, roughly. yeah, 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 yeah. Right? 27 points for the Tonko, and... Um, let's see, 14 for the Keisotsu. So that does free up some points, right? Yeah. And you have a model, if depending on how you played the Tonko Missile Launcher, that fire team, right, that uh, still could function pretty same. So I think that what it really does to me, or personally to me, is it opens up builds that I probably would have passed because, you know, when it was the way it was before, a Tonko yeah. in that Missile Launcher, I mean, he's Blitz Skill 13 versus a Keisotsu, which is Blitz Skill Oh, sorry, Tonko's Blitz Skill 16, the Kisotsu would be Blitz Skill 13, that at 3, that extra 3 really does add. But now, if it's 14 versus 13, oh, maybe maybe I take the Kisotsu, save some yeah, points, put those yeah. points somewhere else, right? So, so that was that's the big one that I think really is going to affect a lot of people that play uh, Akari or are looking to play Akari. Yeah. Now, other things, uh, I mean, the Wuming core is still there. Now, granted... The Kesotsu and the Wu Ming are the only core fire teams you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wu Ming one is nice, except for it's very expensive to take a pure Wu Ming fire team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's that viable. You um, can take a few chain rifle ones that are on the cheaper yeah. end, but yeah, it's still 24 points yep. for <laughs> for the cheapest. Yep. Yep. You can take Drews, you know, Drews of Duo Harris. Um, I am looking at taking a dual um, Drew's EM grenade launcher simply because we've seen a lot lot of uptick in tags and remotes and heavy infantry in our local metal meta. So I think, you know, with the Drew's X-Visor, you know, I can spec fire grenades on a six pretty much anywhere <laughs> on the board. You know, part of that is very appealing because a lot of people uh, are taking those bigger, chunkier things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's also really interesting is the wild cards that we got, right? Yeah. So again, if, in the past, I mentioned that I really wish that the um, bounty hunters were wild cards, and hey, guess what? They are. You can here now. You, here you have it. Now wild cards. <laughs> right. so, so I think that's pretty funny because I was like, oh, there's another thing that I said I wish we had, and they gave that to us. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I, 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 I always let, uh, let uh, Bostria uh, listen to our uh, uh, our, uh, our edits. And he was yeah. like, "All right, that's a change we need to uh, we need to do." He was, he was like, "That Ryan's on to something." I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Give him yeah. some bounty hunters. That's uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and the other two wild cards we have, which is a brawler who counts as Drews, and then a digger who also counts as Drews, right? So that does make that Drews Harris uh, a little more cheaper, or a little more cheaper. That's correct English. Yeah, a little cheaper, <laughs> right? And a little more viable, so you could really do yeah. some stuff there. Um. Uh, but what's also neat is the max, right? So I can take two bounty hunters, um, I can take two brawlers, two diggers, right? So the, what's cool is it used to be like a Sotsu fire team. I, I could take a brawler in that if I wanted to. Well, now you can take two because remember that max AVA is the amount of wild cards per fire team. Yeah. Right? Not total in your list. No. So so that's so that's cool. So you could really do some interesting things with the bounty hunters, the brawlers, the diggers um, as wild cards. Again, you you you'll lose that um, pure fire team bonuses, right? If you add them, so as long as it's not a Druze, because obviously the brawler and the Druze is in there. Mm-hmm. Tawu and Arslan also count as Druze, so you could have a really interesting Druze duo. Yeah. Um, 
or Harris. Or Harris, right? With, without yeah. any Drews in sight, but yeah. <laughs> all yeah. counting as Drews. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I was like, I don't know why we just didn't get Drews as a as a core also. But then I was like, I wonder if that would lead to too many builds or be too similar to the Drews. Yeah. Sectorial itself. Why, so. why would you play Drews then? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the only thing that does sound weird is you're gonna give us the you're gonna give us Arslan, right? He's the head Drews pretty much, right? As a lieutenant option, but he can only take two of his buddies. Like it's just, <laughs> just take just take a couple of those guys with me. I'm, I don't need everybody, right? But um, so I don't know. Um, I think overall Akari came out fine. Uh, they got some really good uh options that you can add to some stuff with those wild cards how the way you can mix up some of your fire teams uh, as long as you don't care if they're pure or not mm -hmm. um and again i don't know if, to me personally that that change doesn't bother me the the pure versus you know mixed fire teams that change no, doesn't bother no, me no. At, at, it's gonna be it's gonna be harder to get your head around right because you're like okay that i'm adding one to my blister skill i'm not adding three or you know you gotta yeah. you keep that straight yeah, it's, um, it, you get the calculation of the normally uh, every calculation was either plus three or minus three, and now you're all <laughs> getting this yep. plus one. Yep. <laughs> Which really, yep. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it uh, took me uh, took me for a surprise when I was calculating uh, shots, but yep. it will it will probably will in the end we will manage. Yeah, I just think it takes it takes me a few more minutes or seconds when I'm adding up. Like, okay, what are well, what am I looking at here when I'm sh shooting at you or you shooting at me or you know that type of stuff. But I don't think really it. I don't think it's that cumbersome. I really don't. No. I don't think it. You know, having the two different charts, I don't think really matters too much to me. Uh, I've liked that they put the fire teams in the the army app, right? And it tells you how many you can take. Tells you what makes them up. I think it's yeah. that part makes it easier. Uh, it's a little it's a little bit of a pain on your phone because you have to swipe to the screen you're not looking at, and so I really like to be able to, uh, like, look at what I'm looking at, like how many how many can I take? What is this? What kind of fire team can this be? And you kind of have to swipe off the page mm -hmm. that you're looking at them. But um, I think, you know, everything we talked about before, really, I still I still think the Akari functions the same as it as it did, yeah. just with some differences. Um, I, I think the variety of lists you can make with Akari is greater now um, because you're not going to be as as inclined just to auto drop in the Tonko missile launcher five man link, right? Yeah. Um, you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to just auto include some of those things that you would have done. Now you're still probably going to take a bunch of Yan Yans and you're probably still probably going to take your one ninja, which, you know, I would have loved if that would have become AVA2 also just to give me <laughs> the <laughs> option of another midfield infiltrator camo. Right, but it didn't didn't happen. So you know, again, I just think they work about yeah. normal. I I played with them a couple times since the since the fire team changes, and I, they still function. I took the same list I had before. Mm -hmm. You know, just a few minor tweaks, and it still functioned the way I wanted it to. Yeah, uh, I'm getting ready to take them this weekend to the mission critical narrative event. Well, actually, who knows when this gets released? But anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, so we'll we'll see how they do there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm 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 really excited for uh, how they uh, the, that this change. Like, yeah, yep. the Tanko is now a Blitzkill 14 shot, uh, but yeah, it it lifted up the rest of the field. So like the the, the, the yeah. overall the Blitz skill going down. Uh, I think like I've I've now played a few games. Arrow is more viable because you're not mm -hmm. getting immediately blown away by a, a five shot ballistic seal sixteen unit. Um, yep. 
these harises are 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 way more viable because yeah you get you just get your extra burst and that can mean uh, all sorts of things uh, in attack and in the in defense um, with uh, with again not facing that many uh, high ballistic skill uh, units so there's a fair chance I think it's uh, yeah. overall uh, yeah it's just it, it was just way too cheap to just bring one tanko missile launcher and a few kaisatsu to pump him up to. Uh, the level yep. that he was. Well, and really, I think that I mean, the the three plus three ballistic skill was great, but I really think the additional burst is what really made that such a threat. Being yeah. able to have two dice right on a missile launcher, which you still have, right? So that's why yeah. I still think it's still a viable threat. Yeah. So, but also, it, you know, it's much harder to get you know some of those bigger, you know, weapons, gunfighters up to like eighteen, and you know. 19 ballistic skill when they, you're like okay well that's just impossible for me to do anything against and it's harder to do get those guys up there without it costing a lot and i think that actually is a is a the much needed effect right so yeah. you can't have some oh really big ballistic skill 14 guy in some cheap ass you know yeah infantry link you know that so that whole link costs you know 60 points or 70 points and he's you know ballistic skill 18 with a heavy machine gun and burst five and you're like okay well nobody can touch him right or her or whatever right yeah. so i just think i think eliminating those things uh without costing okay you can still do that but it's going to cost you 160 points now because you have to take all of these heavy infantry yeah um, I, I think actually is beneficial for the game because you're just going to have people that just don't well i had nothing i couldn't do anything i can't touch that and it just blows me off the table and every time they take that i dip well that you win because I can't touch that guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, for or, sure. I, or I'm or I'm fishing for a crit, just the chance that I hopefully I can. Yeah, I can yeah, win. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then have a crit and then yeah. Or it's hope, a, I a, hope it's a, all ones. Yeah. But then you're just wait, waiting for that make or break moment. Uh, uh, yeah, and yeah. don't know if that's good for the game. No, I don't think it is because I think at that point you're then like, well, it's not we're not playing a game, we're playing luck, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. So. Uh, and I'm 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 very curious if these like I'm I'm looking at the Akari fire teams and especially those duos that you can now make, mm -hmm. like a motorized bounty hunter added to Scarface or, <laughs> uh, yeah, just 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 uh, yeah uh, uh, yeah with the wild cars maybe bring a Krakos renegade and then let a brawler uh, a specialist follow him up. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, there there are options now. Yeah, I mean, I you know I looked at the motorized bounty hunter with a trip hammer, right? Mm -hmm. that, I think that would be a fun. Although it says, oh, I guess I have to take scar force. I can't take the trip hammer as a as the duo there. But yeah, um, yeah, I think that it it does give you some interesting things. Uh, you know, a bounty hunter is a cheap special. There's a cheap uh, filler, right? Yeah. It's not super expensive, but they actually can can become really good, especially depending on what you get for them. If for you the get roll, uh, yeah. Booty roll it could be really nice. I mean, you can grab a twelve point one, um, and get something really, really, you know, get sniper rifle on that guy or something like that, you know, and, <laughs> and then you could just drop him in that, you know, you can put him in that that case of so link, right? So he's sitting back, a twelve point sniper rifle that's in a five man link. So you know, that's pretty, that's pretty nice. And he's ballistic kill twelve. So yeah, so I think it really just kind of opened up some of the things you can do without yeah. losing uh, a bunch of bonuses, really. Yeah. So, but yeah, my uh, the latest stuff I've been looking at, I cleaned up 
assembled and got all nine of the Drews that I have primed up. <laughs> so let's see. I have the old box set, I have the new box set, and then I have the one limited edition model with the, the, the girl with the combi rifle over her shoulder, whatever it is, and so with the sunglasses on. So I'm like, yeah. well, probably should, probably should get those painted up here now too. So Yeah, 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 because they're now a option. Yeah. yeah, which actually then always has the side effect. I was like, well, I've got all these Drews. I wonder what the Drew sick toy looks like. What else do I have that's in here? And I was, which I was doing last night when I was looking at stuff for this. And I was like, I wonder what the Drews. And I'm like, wow, I have uh, I have all of these models too. I just need to pick up this and this, and then I can play Drews. It's how to get you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's definitely how to get you. Well, so that was – so I'm switching. I'm going to switch to something after uh, Mission Critical. I was going to switch from Akari, and then originally I was going to play uh, – Onyx, right? Mm-hmm. With the idea um, that Morats are coming out, so I was like, "Well, then I'll I'll add the Morats when Morats when I get them." And then we get a bunch of people in our local meta who obviously picked up Morats, uh, yeah. who um, were playing combined anyway. So I'm like, "Well, that's a lot of combined players." So I'll tell you what, I'll do the Hollow Man uh, Tunguska stuff that I've been starting because I really like the Hollow Man models. I like the fluff behind them; uh, yeah. it's really kind of bizarre. Um, so I started, so I got all those models cleaned, assembled base coat colored uh and then we have a new player who's playing tunguska we have a recent player a fairly new player who's switching from military orders to tunguska so i'm <laughs> like well don't want to do that now yeah, so yeah. i actually went through my invincible army stuff and so i pulled out all the invincible army i have to see <laughs> so i started working on those so apparently <laughs> probably gonna switch to invincible army here uh just for a little bit probably just to kind of play uh a couple tin man lists because it is very very hard to get more than ten models in an invincible army list. <laughs> but you it get all the tactical e- awareness so you don't oh, miss out. Geez. Yeah, it was like, my first list. My first list was like eight models, but still had roughly thirteen orders, and I'm yeah. like, geez, that's so <laughs> crazy. But yeah, so we're we'll playing with that, and then we'll see uh, where the where the fates take us. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, there are like forty-nine different factions and sectorials that yeah. you can play. So yeah, <laughs> I'm have, I have a feeling it will probably take me to Drews or JSA since I've got since the Akari. I've got a lot of the stuff for both of those two. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that's where I'll that's where I'll end up heading, uh, depending on how the more app players in our local uh, community go. Like if they don't really play, then I will pro- switch to more apps. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. let's see. All right, awesome stuff to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Ryan, for uh, for for going into the time machine with me and uh, <laughs> get this yeah. out and edit it to uh, to the end. Yeah, so. no problem, Raymond. Happy to do it. Yeah. So uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, listeners, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you all next time. Bye.